like I'm basically doing an audio array across like three different programs because <laughs> we're doing uh, Skype, GarageBand, and this thing called Soundflower to allow me to do all these. Right. So yeah, I mean, like it it is a lot, and I kind of just like piecemeal figuring this out because also a lot of these things don't have you know. Like Soundflower Shareware, it doesn't have an operations manual. Right. Yeah, so I don't have a lot of guidance. <laughs> You're doing great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so, Dalgona coffee. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking our Dalgona coffee. It is, uh... Oh. <laughs> Nova. Hey, hi. Hi. Hi, Nova. Hi, Uncle Hunter. Hi, Ann Allison. Hi. Hi. Bye. Bye. I still can't believe you can do that and have a face afterwards. She's mellowed. <laughs> I do have this, though, from this morning. <laughs> Ooh, man. Well, tell them why. I just wanted to say hi to her this morning. Mm-hmm. That's all. No. Oh. That's the story. <laughs> she was like, nah, not having it. Yeah, she's like, not interested. Vicious cat, no. Yeah. Ah, the sweet sounds of South Street on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah. Are you wearing that Harley Quinn shirt on purpose? Uh, yes. Yeah, I put this on after the movie. <laughs> okay, good. Good. It, it's what I it's what I was like wearing yesterday, but I was like, oh, I'm putting that back on because it is yeah. movie appropriate. Yes. That was one of my favorite gags in the movie. That actually. was one of my favorite gags. Yeah, really too. funny. <laughs> was Netflix being kind of glitchy for you guys? Uh, no, not that I saw. It, we had to, like, it started the movie and then went back to the homepage. Like, just stopped and went back. Oh. And then back to our, like, Roku homepage. And then when we were getting toward the end, it, like, froze. Mm. And we had to, like, fast forward it, like, a frame. And then it, like, bumped out of it. Oh. Maybe everybody on Roku is watching Hubie Halloween with you. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I have Netflix through my TV. My TV has, like, an app for it. Oh, okay. um, it's the only thing that I can get on my TV for. It's like an old LG TV. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't have anything. So maybe it was like through the Roku or yeah. something. Yeah, we know all about those old LG TVs. <laughs> you, you know, seems seems ancient. I mean, legit, it was one of the earlier smart TV models, which is why it only does Netflix. Like Hulu wasn't even a big thing oh, when yeah. he got this television. <laughs> I've, I've, I've explained, like, I wouldn't have bought this for myself. My mom was like, I bought you a TV. And I was expecting, like, what I consider a TV. That's what, that's what we got, how we got ours. Well, I remember right. when she tried to hide it on the porch. Yep. <laughs> you were like, there's an enormous TV under this blanket. And I know it's there. And I just gotta pretend like it's not there, even though it takes up the whole porch. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mom, you're either hiding a, an enormous flat screen TV or a pool table? Like, it's pretty big. <laughs> She used like two rolls of wrapping paper wrapping that. I know and that's I don't so know how insane. she managed it because I did not help her. <laughs> She's very resourceful. She's very generous and resourceful, but that's insane. I never would have bought myself this TV. Mm. I mean, having said that, I love it, but <laughs> it's so big. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like Mr. Burns watching his giant wall of TV. <laughs> you could really see the Hubie Halloween. 
Oh, I bet. She was like right up in Adam Sandler's face. You'd see all the crinkles and wrinkles every time he screamed directly into the camera. <laughs> so often. It was, and it's the whole credit sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's like, uh, what's the director's name? Oh, um. Steve Bill. Brill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brill. Yeah. yeah, Bill Steve Brill. Bill Steve Brill. Bill Steve Brill. He was just like, mm, you know, we didn't get enough of screaming, so <laughs> we'll just make that the credits. That credit sequence was like disorienting. Yeah, yeah well, I like the font though. The font was cool. Yeah, yeah, the font was good, and like you know, I always love uh, outtakes over the credits. Oh yeah. You know, people cracking up or whatever, or you know, an, a take they didn't put in, or a scene they cut out, or something. I always like little stuff like that. But like, this had like nine different like filters and layers, and it was all like half transparent and multicolored. And I was like, I'm on drugs. <laughs> well, so I like, didn't know I took drugs today. Yeah, I didn't, they didn't kick in until the very end of the movie. She did. Well, so like, um, Steve Brill directed it, and Tim Herlihy and Adam Sandler co-wrote it. And these are all people that worked on a ton of Adam Sandler movies. And yeah. so I think this was, yeah. like, them trying to, like, do effects like how, like, Shaun of the Dead and other things have, like, the comic booky 3D, colorful yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were playing like, in that space. I yeah, mean, it's like, like they, spooky chic right now. I don't, I mean, I don't think that, I didn't look at the credits, but, like, I don't think the director has much say in those kind of things. I think they just hand it over to a credits, like, sure. house but I think they approved it, thinking like, yeah, yeah, this is fun, and what? And I was just like, yeah, it's, f- but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I liked it, but it was a lot. It's a lot. Um, one second, Allison, can you drop me down just a little bit? I think I'm. Yeah, peaking. you're high. Yeah, it's from the end credits. Drugs. We just talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that seems good. Can you guys still hear me? Okay. What? Yeah. Um. Actually, that I. <laughs> high five i did that (laughs) earlier like it was gonna matter but i don't think it actually does because of how things are routed yeah i couldn't tell you yeah that's so weird (laughs) all right an aside i'm extremely popular so sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know we had to schedule this weeks in advance with your secretary i know i know you did also named nicole yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's the empire speaking of empire Guess who fucking scheduled our next dental cleaning for April 8th? Uh, I'm guessing it's Nicole. I didn't mean to. I didn't know she said 8th. Rex Manning Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured from context clues. <laughs> how how bad was it? How bad was oh. the dentist? Yeah. Oh, oh, guys. <laughs> oh, guys. So um, I'll start with me because it, I went it's, first. It's been worse. It's been worse. Okay. It's not good. So my exam today cost... $215. My very back molar up here that has an enormous filling in it has two cavities sandwiching that filling. Oh, God. And like, they took a photo and I can see the cavities. They basically were like, we could take that filling out and expand the filling, but then you have like 2% tooth and the rest filling, so you need a crown or mm. else the whole thing's just going to shatter. And I, I chew on that side dominantly. Um, and I have a small cavity back here. So uh, on the 26th of October, um, I will be getting a crown and a filling. And you want to know how much that costs? I can't even imagine. 2800 Oh my Holy, god! Holy, wait, what? Damn. Yeah, so um, I put it on my care credit because that's what I do. Yeah. So now my care credit is back up to like almost ten grand, oh. And... The good thing, though, is because of COVID, they're giving 18 months no interest. Oh. 
so that's better than it would be, but, like, fuck my entire life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So now we can move over to this one. Jesus. Oh, no. uh, the good news is I don't have oral cancer, but I do have oh. dry mouth, and I need a new mouth guard, so I had to get fitted for that, and I had to have a fluoride treatment. So my visit today cost $1,000. Oh, my God. And then I have to go back the day she goes back to get a crown here, and then... At a later date, we could deal with a crown or possible bridge here. This one's the two grand. This one would be seven. So I said, we're going to wait on this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This is a cheap car. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... So we're just going to handle this. Um, but I do have a question for you guys. Do you think that 2% Filling is a better band name or album title? Ooh. Oh, I think it's a really good album title. But we also have Big Bite Tooth could be the album title or a song title. Like, Big Bite Tooth is the name of the band? Pick mm-hmm. pick whichever one you think will make us more money so I can pay off this pencil. <laughs> God I think the name of the band is Big Bite Tooth, and then the album title is 2% Filling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. All right. And poor little Steven. Steven, the guy who, does, who sits down with you and tries to figure out financial shit with you, he's like, hey, and I was like, hey, how's it going? And he's like trying to like skirt around. I was like, Steven, how much? And he's like, ugh. And I was like, yeah. He's so sweet. He's like, And he plays guitar for Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, it's okay. He's like, it's not your first rodeo. And I was like, dude, I own the rodeo <laughs> with my financial aid for dentistry. Like, ugh. So yeah, that was our morning. I'm sorry that then you had to come back and watch Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hey, y'all, y'all picked it. was it. better than the dentist. <laughs> yeah, it's a step up. So you guys want to know any more about our oral hygiene? Or... <laughs> Do you want to just talk about I that? Mean, <laughs> that could be the new podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's called 2% Filling. It's called 2% Filling. Yeah. 2% filling. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys have shit teeth. Yeah, she's, this one over here has got, good, she's got yeah. good dental health. I've only had three cavities ever, and I didn't need braces. I just had a retainer for two years. What's it like to be so blessed, Allison? <sighs> Would he just like just like eat an apple like no problem? Yeah. Yeah. Eat anything <laughs> she wants without terror. I bet you can see too, can't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got my eyes checked for getting my learner's permit. Like, you know, the entire time, like, they're going to say I need fucking glasses. And I'm going to have to deal with all this shit. And no, they're like, oh, wow, you have really good eyesight. And I'm like, really? Poor us, Hunter. Yeah. yeah, I'm basically like Mr. Magoo. Take my glasses off and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. And it's like, Grandpa, you're talking to a coat rack. Yeah, same. I've always liked Mr. Magoo. I guess that's why. Yeah, I identify with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's clueless. He probably has fake teeth. We could um, we could do be Mr. Magoo for Halloween. You'll be Mr. Magoo and I'll be a wall. <laughs> yeah, I'll just talk to you all night. <laughs> just run into each other. <laughs> Then we have to go to a construction site so I can, like, wander around it without getting injured. <laughs> Which is every Mr. Magoo episode I've ever seen. I feel like that's the opposite of your usual shtick, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm also too clumsy <laughs> to be Mr. Magoo. He's blind, but blessed. <laughs> I only have three notes for the movie, so I, I gotta fill you got this room. up. You got room. The rest of my notes are all squirrel-based. I definitely have a couple notes, but one of them... um. I wasn't looking. I was looking at television. I tried to jot it down real quick, and I can't read what I wrote. Oh, <laughs> dope. I feel you. You told me to write down, put me on in something. Can you let go? Put me in coach. Put me in coach. Ah. Uh. Well, I suggested this movie, so I will introduce it. Ah. Uh. 
It's your fault. It is my fault. Hello, excellent humans. Welcome to another uh, socially distant recording of Hate Watch, Great Watch, live from both the Yellow Kitchen Studios and uh, South Street Art Mart Studios Hello. in yeah. Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. I am your host, Hunter Bush. I'm Allison Yukoulis. And our guests today... Hello, I'm Nicole. Hello, I'm also Nicole. You may remember these guys from previous episodes. Yeah, uh, both of you were on our Scott Pilgrim vs. the World episode, and uh, first Nicole. Ooh, that's me. Yeah, that's you, that's you this time. Uh, you were also on Vibrations with Crystal. That's right. I mean, you could just, we might as well just call me Smalls, because that's what you guys are going to do anyway. Yeah, yep. it's true. <laughs> that's what I answer to, yeah. That's when people I, call me Nicole now, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you're used to it. Yeah, it's that it's that cult speak. We gave you a new name, and now you're now you can't ever <laughs> associate with the real world. <laughs> I like it better that way. Um, and the movie we watched today, which premiered today, yeah. we basically all so, watched it hot off the fucking presses. So that lets you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we bumped were... up those ratings, boy. <laughs> we really did. Yep. People are like, "Oh, this is a hit." Yeah, they're like, "Oh boy, this is." Everyone was watching this. It's like, "Yep, yes, we were." Major ping in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> we watched Hubie Halloween. Yep. The new Adam Sandler Netflix joint uh, directed by Steve Brill from literally the day we are recording this, October 7th, 2020. Yeah, which um, this, I guess, makes it the most recent movie we've done. Yes, this is like, it does not get more recent than this. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're listening right now and you got the podcast around when it came out, it's probably still on Netflix, I oh, would it's, imagine. It's, it's a Netflix original. It's yeah. going to be there forever. Okay. So, I yeah. mean, if we're all here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so go go listen to it now. Or not listen to it. Go watch it now if you don't want to be spoiled. Yep. Um, did you guys like that this movie uh, is trying to establish a shared Sandlerverse? Like the fucking MCU? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Uh, so, can I just tell you that as soon as the movie came on, like, three minutes into it, you know, we have our little notebooks and our pens and we're ready to jot down notes. And like a couple minutes in, I just write down, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's all. What? <laughs> yeah, fair. Straight out the gate, Sandler does his his weird voice where it, it makes his lip go over, his mm-hmm. bottom lip go over his top lip. Yeah. And That's the first thing I wrote on my paper is lip thing. Yeah. Well, he's kind of, he's evolved it somewhat it's kind of like okay you know how um they got james james earl jones to come back for like rogue one uh and do darth vader's voice yeah and if you watch one of the original star wars and then you watch rogue one like where it canonically takes place like just before the first uh, star wars it sounds totally different because he was you know it was recorded like 40 years later and he's aged yeah, 40 yeah. years and stuff this is that, like, I know he was technically doing that same, like, a shabadoo, like, thing he was always doing, but he sounds more like Bill Murray and Caddyshack in this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like, kind of was like, sure, I got that going for me, uh, like, that thing, and I was like... It's it so hard to understand what he was saying. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. just don't get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was watching, um, like, whenever we watch any, any TV show or movie that has, like, the people in it have... Uh, non-American accents, right? And yeah. so it's like you have to pay extra attention because you don't want to, you know, maybe like watching people speak and hearing them like lip reading or whatever. Like you have to, I, I felt like that with this, like I needed to pay extra attention to what he was saying or else I didn't understand what he was saying. Right. Yeah. Cause he's got a mouthful of garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in brief, 
This movie is about uh, Hubie, played by Adam Sandler, who is, um, he's a man-child, like pretty much most Adam Sandler characters, uh, especially the, like, Adam Sandler movie characters. Um, he lives in Salem, Massachusetts, and everybody hates him for kind of no reason, because he's, because yeah. he's a dork, like, that's kind of the only reason, like, he's not a bad guy or really anything, like, he's just kind of weird, but not yeah. super weird, like, I don't know, it's Halloween, and he, for, again, no reason, has, has taken it upon himself to be, like, the safety, like, Patrol. <laughs> yeah, the safety monitor for the entirety of Salem, but I guess especially at Halloween, but I couldn't figure out why. And this year, a patient has escaped from a mental asylum, and also maybe his uh, neighbor is a werewolf, and also Julie Bowen is uh, single, even though she's been split up from her ex-husband for like four years, but I guess this is the big year. Right. <laughs> and, and that's kind of it. That's the whole movie, basically. And it's just kind of yeah. like a bunch of things going on at the same time. Well, so yeah. what I found a little crazy is that, like, if you really go into, like, the story arc and the writing, there is some smart stuff here. Like, there's a good amount of, like, red herrings that are interconnected and, you know, things like that, where there's, like, elements of, of actually pretty elegant writing. It's just that it's also, like, an Adam Sandler movie with all the crazy fucking bullshit and some of the jokes hit and some of them don't and all that. He projectile vomits inside of the first one minute. Yeah. Here's... When that happened, <laughs> we, just, we just looked at each other. We just silenced and we're just like, is that what we, that's what we're doing. Okay, right. that's what we're doing. Yeah. It felt like a lot of, and like, this is kind of like old school Adam Sandler, which is still current day Adam Sandler. Mm -hmm. It is frozen in time. Adam Sandler is Adam Sandler. Um, but it's like all these kind of bullshit gags that really work when you're 13 years old watching yeah. yep. Sandler movie in 1994 mm -hmm. that are just kind of like sad to watch now. <laughs> yeah. Because you, if you have the context, like I feel like for somebody younger watching this, it would just be confusing and not really, people wouldn't understand why people think it's funny. But for like us, I'm like, oh, you're still, you're, we're still doing this. Oh, this, you, you haven't realized that this isn't, this isn't it anymore. And that's kind of almost uncomfortable. Because you're like, oh, this yeah. is this is like secondhand embarrassment. Only you're not embarrassed. Yeah. So I feel like a 13 year old watching this now would be like, what's up with this weird old dude? Yeah. 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 You know, it 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 doesn't feel. Um, I guess like back in the day, it felt edgy. It was new. Yeah, but now yeah. it's just what are you what are you doing? So the one like crass joke that really got me, and they use it a couple of times, is uh, when he gets scared on the toilet with the cup of coffee. Okay. I, like I don't know why, but that did it yeah. for me. Well, that's not even crass because they didn't add a bunch of fart noises yeah. or anything to it. Like, he didn't say anything about like, oh, you scared me while I'm shitting, yeah. which is like, yeah. not. Right. it's not a yeah. bridge too far to assume that's something that he would have said. Like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, that did it for me. Um, but also the vomit thing was immediately preceded by a dad joke because he does the yokes on you. You missed me. Oh, and. That oh. got me, but then the vomiting, I'm like, nope, you lost it immediately. So my journey with that joke specifically, <laughs> and it's the first joke of the movie, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will mention it opens with the Happy Madison, his production oh. company thing, but they made it all spooky, which I appreciated. I was like, that was oh, that's, yeah. that's cute. Like, I like that. But like, this is really like, you know, this is your introduction to Adam Sandler as Hubie. Yeah. And he's riding down the street and people are throwing shit at him and kids are throwing eggs at him. And he... 
Yeah, he's on his bike, yeah, and he catches a bunch of eggs in his thermos, shakes it up, says, like, oh, thanks for the free breakfast, and drinks it. And I started to write a note that said, come on, he drank the eggshells too? And then, before I could finish writing that, he was projectile vomiting while riding his bike, and I was like, yeah, Hunter, you you don't have to make that note. I, I guess it's not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter yeah and i was like oh never mind and he did reference rocky so philly yeah philly yeah <laughs> before we get away from the the very beginning though it opens on the the mental hospital yep. you have ben stiller reprising his role as hal l from uh, uh happy gilmore from happy gilmore yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that abuses happy's uh, grandma yeah yeah and Which, the other uh, you know people at the nursing home by the way happy gilmore is probably my favorite adam sandler movie yeah i yeah that's the golf one yep yeah yeah if uh, of the just like what i consider like the adam sandler movies which are like the dumb silly ones um that and billy madison are tied for my favorite and almost definitely just because i saw them at like the right age for it and they're just like yeah you know freezer locked into my dna now yeah yeah i quote billy madison constantly despite the fact that i'm well aware that it is like ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i mean like Honestly, I don't know if there's a funnier joke in all of cinema than shampoo is better, no conditioner is better. It's so stupid, but it makes me laugh even now, right now, talking about it. <laughs> I, Stop Staring at Me Swan is so funny to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> him, him talking to Carl, the like, Carl! <laughs> so I told you this. I told you this in person, Hunter. So I had a roommate in college, Amanda, um, <laughs> do you wait before you continue? Do you want me to bleep her name out? <laughs> She's not listening. To this. <laughs> Shout out she to Amanda. Always called her Carl because she would like always like insert herself when someone was trying to have like an intimate moment with somebody in their room. Like someone was like making out in the common room. She would just be like, Hey, you guys watching TV? What are you doing? But totally oblivious. So everyone would be like, Carl, good to see you. Just like Adam Sandler. And she'd be like, fuck, did I do this again? And, we're like, and people would be like, get out, get out. That's, That's amazing. Fun. That's very good. Yeah. I think the best movie Adam Sandler's been in is probably The Wedding Singer. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. for sure, yeah. Because I think it's a legitimately good performance. It has emotional, like, arcs to it. Like, the characters have dimension, and it's silly and funny. Like, it, it, it's, there's a, there's a parallel world where, like, Adam Sandler went that direction and didn't double back to being, like, a big, goofy man-child. Yes. Yeah, that would be good. Right? Like, even, be- even if the movies were still silly and dumb, but he was playing it with a little bit more maturity. Like, he was playing it like a high school you know, a man who's stuck in high school as opposed yeah. to a man who's stuck in grade school. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like this was like, um, if Bobby Boucher got older and sadder and um, less interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like if, if Rob <laughs> Schneider never told him he could do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Oh, Ooh. God. Yeah. That's sad. So, Tim Hurley, yeah. who wrote on this also was a writer for The Wedding Singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Sandler works with a lot of the same yeah. guys. Tim, well, Tim Hurley, he's, like, one of his... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, so even though, like, you know, we're we're 
saying it's like not like a classic Adam Sandler movie. It's still involving some of the same people. Oh yeah, no, as like I, you know his more comedic. No, stuff. more what I was saying is that it's a it's an evolution of that classic Adam Sandler like thing. Like you know, it still has that little like it still has dumb Adam Sandler jokes that are just funny like non sequitur things like the little kid being like aunt linda you know my mom says you're a bitch you know like <laughs> yeah. it's funny to watch little kids curse so yeah. they just put that in you know absolutely but yeah uh ben stiller with his mustache um also uh steve brill steve yeah steve, brill. steven brill, brill. Is, it's bill brill steve brill bill bill brill he uh he directed heavyweights yes wait can i just talk to you about his brother phil phil brill <laughs> phil brill yes. phil yeah don't get me started on that guy um, <laughs> is he a fake doctor <laughs> Dr. Phil, fake Dr. Phil, bro. You were saying? <laughs> I, I was just going to say how much I love heavyweights. I know you do. Um, I know. You bought me a sticker, and I love it. Did you know Did you know that he directed heavyweights? Like, did you recognize the name or anything? Not. Which is impressive, because I've watched heavyweights so much. Recently. So much. <laughs> yeah, for a second I was like, oh. I was like, Ben Stiller. I was like, I wonder if this is supposed to be, you know, whatever it is, Junior from heavyweights. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, and I was like, no, he's doing the the orderly from Happy yeah. Gilmore. So y'all noticed the hot dog penis, yes? Oh, in the the I will say I laughed at the green Jello man in the yeah. bed. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. he has a hot dog penis. I yes, I don't think Wait. I noticed that the green what? Jello yeah. man in the bed has a hot dog penis. He pulled the sheet back and it said bye on it. Oh yeah, no, I, I didn't catch the hot dog penis. I no. just wanted to make sure that people had seen the hot dog penis. I'm just gonna isolate <laughs> the audio of Allison saying the Green Jello Man had a hot dog penis, and then <laughs> if I ever need to have you legally certified as mentally unwell for some reason, <gasps> could be in the next Adam Sandler movie. Cool. <laughs> All right, so I have one one big question that looms over this whole movie for me, and that is. What is Hubie? Yeah. Like, I couldn't put a finger on it because, okay, he's a super good, like, BMX bike rider and he's very, like, athletic. That's just practice. He's constantly on his bike and he's also constantly getting things thrown at him, so he's gotten very agile. Right, but but he's not, like, I mean, not just that, but, like, he, he just, like, constantly crashes his bike and falls down and, like, he's not agile. I don't get that. A lot of that was when he was like distracted or scared, though. I, yeah, I guess, but isn't he always scared? Yes, that's what I mean. That's like, true. I couldn't put a finger on. <laughs> that's also true. Actually, so I wrote down um, uh, an FDR quote that this movie reminded me of. Holy shit! What? <laughs> oh my god! Wait, you do? What 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 I think that the real like thesis statement of this film is that courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the assessment that something else is more important than fear. Oh, oh, that's sweet! Wow, that. you just really like you just up uplifted <laughs> the theme of this movie by like all of it. I like to think that Adam Sandler had that quote on his mirror when he was getting ready for this role every day. While he was vision board, right? Yeah, yeah. just being while inspired. While he was his bottom mouth with cotton. Yeah. Yeah, every know? day while they were, you know, doing rewrites and punch up on the script and stuff, he was like, you put that quote in there, right? And Tim Hurley, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he wrote it on his hand, and then he would, like, eat a sloppy sandwich, and it would it would wipe the note off, and he would forget to put that in there. Mm-hmm. So this movie is missing that very central Super thesis, sloppy. which honestly would have helped. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it would have. Because, like, uh, I mean, we're, I'm going to jump to, we're going to jump around in this, but, like, speaking of the theme of the, the movie, like, I couldn't figure out 
what the ending really was like his mom gives that speech about like you know he's he's just a good person and why are you all assholes to him and it doesn't have anything to do with him it's just that they're all you know dealing with their own shit yeah and just taking it out on him as a scapegoat because it's convenient but like it's not a thing to do with him it's just like oh if it wasn't him it would be somebody else Right. Like, you know, Ray yeah. Liotta's just like, I'm stupid, so I'm a jerk. And the little kid, uh, you know, the, 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 the kid that works at the deli, he's not little, he's a teenager, but he's like, oh, I have to be cool all the time, and I do, I put people down to feel cool, and whatever, and whatever. Yeah. And and I was like, but how does this have anything, how does this, how does this change, really, for the whole town? I understand right. how it changes for the four of them, but, like, how does right. it change the for the whole town? town? hates him. For no reason, yeah. Like, and I mean, not hate, but, like, they assault him and um, belittle him and throw objects at him. That was actually and... a pretty good joke. The bike riding, like, the where he's riding the bike towards the camera and you just see shit fly at him. Yeah. And then it would get, like, bigger and worse. Yeah, yeah. More, more, like, weird and, like, insane. Like, I, I was like, that's actually a pretty fun joke and I, I don't mind it. Like, mm-hmm. I would like it more if it was real. Like, the mm-hmm. fact that it was, like, CG stuff was kind of, like... Because eh, he doesn't react to it in a real way. He just dodges kind of and like doesn't, you know, but like yeah. it would be kind of fun if he had to react to like a mini fridge flying past him, you know, <laughs> they didn't have enough insurance money for that. No, that's true. And I, I'm sure it's a time thing as well. They're like, oh, you will just film you for an afternoon, like, you know, for 20 minutes riding and ducking. And we can even use the same footage because we'll just CG you into wherever you need to be. Um, did oh. you guys catch the bears throwing shit at him? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> when when he's going to the radio station, there were bears. Or no, wait, uh, is it the radio station? Or yes. The pumpkin patch. No, it's the radio station. Okay. The bears are throwing. There's two stuff. people in bear suits. Yeah. It's up. It, it looks like the masturbating bear from Conan, and they stand up and just start throwing rocks at him. And I was dying. And it's, like, it's not just the people of the neighborhood, but it's like literally any living being just despises this dude for no reason. Yeah. It's the whole town. It would make more sense to me if it was everyone he went to school with. Yeah. Because, like, there's always that person, like, that everyone just kind of, like, hive mind decides is, like, the one to pick on. So it was just, like, all his high school people that just kept doing it. But the fact that it was, like, little kids and other people in the town and... Bears. And wilderness (laughs) in the town. Yeah, if if it was just that he was a really, like, a goody-goody, you know? Yeah. Because he doesn't... He says he doesn't drink and all this stuff. Like, if he was just, like, oh... Uh, for whatever reason, he was like, oh, you, you guys are out too late. You should be in getting a full eight hours of sleep. And he was the guy that narked on every, like, school party when they were in school. And all those things. I could see him being, like, unpopular with his peers. And, you know, maybe even the older, you know, people in town being like, oh, he's he's a tattletale. Like, you know, whatever. And, and then... There wasn't, like, that much backstory No, for that. there was none. And I, could, I kept waiting for it. Yeah. And then, like, um, when he when he drops that he was uh, best friends with Rob Schneider's character, the serial, not serial killer, but the, the mental mental patient that escapes, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get, like, something. Like, oh, right. they, they blame him for, you know, his part in whatever, you know, got Rob Schneider committed. Like, they did it together, maybe, or the townspeople think they did or something. But nothing ever, yeah. Well, so, I'm sorry. That's okay. So, we... I am not a person, I don't mind in movies where they don't spell every single thing out. Like, I'm totally fine with context clues that you can piece together yourself, and if you don't get it to rewatch, like, I love shit like that. Like, you all know, I hate when people over-explain things in movies. But on the flip side of that, I feel like there were so many weird details in this movie that didn't go anywhere. Like, they they mentioned his dad, like, passing away, and, like, all these, like, details, like, when they were having the conversation with 
Hubie and his mom. And I was like, oh, is this going to, like, come around that, like, he was murdered? Or, like, dad's not really dead. Dad's the murderer. Or, like, mom killed the dad. Or something like that. But I was like, no, these were literally just throwaway details. Because they didn't really do anything for the story. And they didn't reveal anything later. It was just weird filler. It felt mm-hmm. like for no reason. Yeah. Okay. A couple of things with that. One is that, like I said, like this has elements of good writing in it, but it doesn't mean that the whole thing was well written. <laughs> so, and you know, like I think that was like their whole thing with the ending is like, oh, everybody was so mean to him because they were really afraid and even more afraid than he was because he was at least facing his fears while these other people were like putting their crap on him. Sure. sure. You know, so I think that was what they were going for, but they didn't do enough to really like cement that in Mm -hmm. other people's actions because a lot of the characters in this are pretty two dimensional aside from Adam Sandler, which is what happens in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Yeah. I I think some of the details in this were intentional red herrings. So like pigs are like a common thing where like a pig was slaughtered and that um, Rob Schneider's like mental patient has a pig mask for part of it. So I think you're supposed to think that he's the one doing everything or that there's a theme here. And I think a lot of that stuff was like, I think a lot of the filler things or the things that were weird details were either to make a joke land. Cause Adam Sandler is definitely one of those people that like, if there's a joke there that he wants, then we're going to just do whatever it takes to like shoehorn that in. It. Yeah. yeah. But then I think also there was some writing in there of actually intentionally trying to like, make it a reveal as to, you know, who was actually doing some of these things. So, you know, I think there's like a bit of like muddy water there in in that they're like pursuing a couple of different aims in in sure. the writing. Um, yeah, I think, you know, initially I think maybe you're supposed to think that Steve Buscemi is the escaped mental patient, yeah. um, which I, I did for a minute. And then I was like, no, it, it doesn't seem like it because, you know... He's wearing, like, we see him, he says hi to Hubie, meets Hubie, and then he, he's weird, and then he goes away, and... Says, then, don't ever come in my house, like, if you yeah. hear things. Yeah, he's like, if you ever hear any, you know, like, commotion, don't don't come over. It's important that you don't come over. And you're like, oh, okay, he's he's gonna be the serial killer. I, again, mental patient, I don't know what... Yeah. Did they ever say what he was committed for? Oh, I don't um, think so. Rob Schneider? Yeah. I think the implication is that he pees on things a lot. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the implication at the end. But that's what I was like, oh, I was like, where did I, I was like, I just, I think I just assumed it was a serial killer because it's like a silly Halloween movie. Yeah, well, they, they, right. make, they make it sound like um, Kevin James has some history with him because like he gets like notified that yeah. like, oh, Richie escaped. Richie, yeah, that's it. Um, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of like um, questions though. Like, all four of us are kind of like, I mean, yeah, like, I think he might have been this, but he could have been, like, it's just weird to have such a big part of the story be this guy that escaped an institution and, like, we're not really sure why he was in there or what he did or why he's bad. Yeah, yeah I, I think Allison's right. Like, I think yeah. it's it's for, I guess, serial peeing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's mostly serving it as being a red herring and then also to have that really adorable fucking like best roommates forever scene yeah. with uh, Steve Buscemi on the bench where I'm just like, man, I really love their relationship, though. They yeah. seem to really dig each other. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's really fun in this movie. Yeah, he is perfect in this. Yeah, he's, Every he's, single he's time he's on screen, it is flawless. Just yeah. amazing. So good. When he first came on, um, one of my three notes was that he looks like Mr. Rogers at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very cute to me. 
he really grew into his face, which is, you know. Yeah. But, like, he used to look real bug-eyed, and, like, now that he's older, his, like, proportions have finally all, like... Settled. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they've all adjusted, and you're like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Daddy Buscemi. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 legitimately great in this. Like, it's yeah. a weird tone, and he nails it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everything, I mean, I, man. I think some of the some of the stuff, some of the too many plates spinning thing in this is just Adam Sandler has to keep his friends employed. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I gotta have something for Kevin James to do, and it's like, do you? I, I mean, I guess. Like, I, I didn't mind him in this, but he didn't serve a purpose. Neither did Ray Liotta. Like, yeah, I love Ray Liotta though. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I have no, I, like, I really like Ray Liotta, especially in comedy. Now that he's, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do comedy. I'll make fun of myself. Like, I'm like, cool. That's great. I legitimately belly laughed when him and his mother were <laughs> yelling at each other in Italian. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, maybe it's cause it's a little close to the best for me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I was cracking up and then Nicole started laughing cause I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Um, and I definitely caught some of the words and it was really funny. Yeah. I was like, my note is like, can you imagine being pushed into an open grave by Ray Liotta, who then cackles like Ray Liotta? Yeah, <laughs> so sort of. It oh, also man. made me laugh because I have, this is not, it's not, I guess it's not funny, but like yes, I have is. been to more than one family funeral. I'm like, hello Italian here, um, where somebody has thrown themselves on a casket. Oh, Jesus. So like, wow. it was just the next step for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I also really liked where he's like, mom, God wants him in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. That's what was fun about the movie to me is not the story at all. And also not Adam Sandler at all. But like, I love a cameo. So like, as soon as Tim Meadows popped up, I was like, oh my God, thank thank God Tim Meadows is here. And then my (laughs) Rudolph and Ray Liotta, like, I love all of these people. Mm-hmm. So like, but if you took all of them out of the movie and it was just like actors that we weren't familiar with, I feel like it wouldn't have even held my attention. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, sure. like they're the ones that made it fun for me. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy Shaq? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. what, what doesn't he do? What can't he do? <laughs> So my favorite thing about that, because it's it's a good it's a good reveal joke. I was like, oh, that's that's fun, because that and the Rob Schneider reveal had the same thing to me, where I was like, okay, we're not seeing this person, and like, uh, you know, they're, like clearly with Shaq like narrating the thing, I was like, it's kind of a large. I mean, it's not actually Shaq, but yeah. with with the the DJ uh, announced, you know, like narrating the movie, kind of, I was like, it's kind of a large part that keeps popping up. I was like, so maybe they'll play a part later and then when he was walking to the radio station i was like oh we're doing like a not gonna show who it is i was like so who is like man did i not recognize a voice or whatever and then it's shack we were trying to figure out the voice the whole time yeah i feel like that's what made it being shack even funnier yeah because like the entire movie we're like is it i kind of thought it was maya rudolph then we thought it was melissa viensenor maybe like doing a weird voice um so I, i i didn't actually look it up so i don't know who it was but um that made it extra funny that we were just like guessing for no good reason because <laughs> yeah. it was Shaq. and i really like that they then didn't make it like a didn't make it weird like yeah. they were just and like, they didn't oh. make it like offensive either right that's they didn't make yeah. it like problematic or whatever which i was like oh is this gonna be like a thing but it was like oh no like then he talks like Shaq, and he's just like oh that's my radio voice and i was like that's kind of funny like yeah yeah do you know what bothered both of us at the end credits 
where they showed the scene with Shaq, and I don't know, what's the other woman's name? You said she was unpopular, She was right? on the show Popular. I loved her on that. Uh, Melissa McMeekin, um, the woman that played Shaq's wife in this, yeah, yeah. when they showed, I get, I understand, like, billing, and that's how credits work and all of that, but, like, they showed the clip of the two of them, and it was just, like, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. And then her name was nowhere to be found, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I understand billing, but, like, it's, I don't know, it just felt weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I'm always like, it, it's the same thing with, that's how you get really stupid movie posters where they have three people on them and the three names at the top don't match who they're above. Yeah. yeah. It's because yep. legally this person has to be credited first. It's like, okay, so right. put them on the the right side of the fucking poster. Like, we invented Photoshop so that you could be more exacting with this, you guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that bugs the hell out of me. Um, so I found uh, DJ Aurora's voice. Voice is uh, an actress named Vivian Nixon. She's done oh. some TV stuff. She has like 14 credits on IMDb. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we would have been wrong anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, did y'all recognize uh, what the station's call sign is? Yes. WT. It's C-H. witch, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. You know, that's a real st- station call sign, but it's not for Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, no shit. Yeah, no, it's for a radio station in Wisconsin that broadcasts classical country music, and they go under the, like, sub-moniker Moose Country. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get down. Moose yep. Country. The more you know. Yep. If you're out in Wisconsin, check out Moose Country. <laughs> If you're a listener uh, from Wisconsin, email us and let us know, because that would be cool. I don't actually know anyone in Wisconsin, so that means you just like the show. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> Can I give a special shout-out while we're on the air here? Yeah. Uh-huh. China Ann McLean. She played Chantel. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved her in this. Oh, when yes. she was talking to those kids, when she when she handed that little boy his ass. Oh my god! The little boy that was being a real dick with the ghost face mask. She called out I his just... reading level, man. Ah, oh, <laughs> like yeah. just for yeah, the jugular. Fantastic. I believe that kid is one of the O'Doyles. I wrote that down. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. Yeah. And that I was, like, that was a fun little nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the mayor in this uh, is. George uh, yep, George Wallace. Uh, also was the mayor in Little Nicky. Not the same mayor. The, the names are different. I checked it on, on IMDb, but he also played the mayor. And he also played the mayor in Batman Forever. So oh yeah, this guy just Weird. has, like, mayor, big mayor energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big mayor energy. <laughs> Resting mayor face. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I feel like George Wallace is super funny. And... I don't know. It's like I go between this whole movie, like all of the, the cameos and all of the actors and actresses that we're like super familiar with, like their lines could have been better, but also I can see a world where they could have been way worse. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it was just kind of like, I'm glad to see you. I'm glad that you're here. And that's about it. So I, I think, cause I agree with you for the most part. Like I like the cameos. I like kind of how like free and easy the like humor is like, cause the tone of the humor kind of changes depending on who's in the scene and i think it's because they um you know the adam sandler crew are all for the most part like familiar with each other and they work together a lot so i think they improvise stuff too i think they have a script and then i think they're like oh just fuck around and you know say some funny stuff you know so i kind of feel like maybe adam sandler and you know his crew should just write like a straight plot something that's not in and of itself weird and then just improvise all the scenes kind of huh okay yeah yeah Right? I would honestly. I mean, I feel like it'd be a different approach. <laughs> well, so um, 
pizza film club the one that you didn't get to go to the one time was uh the party and that i mean like so that's like in from like the 60s or something like that but that was one of those things where it's yeah just like a guy gets invited to a party and then most of the rest of the movie is uh improv and like you know them doing like prop comedy and stuff like that with the house and with food and with guests and stuff yeah doing doing bits yeah yeah, like it's really just like you know the 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 most the arc of the movie is set up in like the first ten minutes, and then it's just the rest of it happening. Yeah, I feel so. like maybe Adam Sandler and that crew like would maybe thrive in that environment because like they're all funny. That's the thing is like I like for the most part haven't really liked a lot of like recent Adam Sandler things going back like like ten years. But every time I see him on like an interview show or something where he's just being himself, I find him like kind of charming and like really funny. Like he just is naturally like engaging. But then every time he plays a character, I'm like, it's almost repellent. Yeah. 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 It's just, I don't know. Also, I don't get the, it. The whole man child thing, I feel like, especially <laughs> here in this year, 2020, like we don't need, we don't need more men child unless they are like hysterically funny. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah that type of character where like the pretty woman just like is head over heels in love with him and like too shy to tell him when he's this like bumbling weirdo grown man baby boy like it's just a weird yeah he's a he's an adult male in his conservatively late 40s who still lies about having a girlfriend in Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who who Julie Bowen has been waiting four years to ask out on a date. Well, apparently she's been waiting since second grade, yeah. or first grade, whatever it was. Yeah. She also yeah. was, like, so not a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. she was so, like, she. I wouldn't even call her one-dimensional. She was, like, a throwaway. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, she was, all she did was facilitate him. In that, like, I don't even want to call her romantic lead because I feel like she wasn't actionable enough. No, that. no, no. She, like, you know, when, when they briefly at the end are like, maybe she's the killer or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense because then her her being here has a point. Right. Right. But it does. She no. wasn't. So then it doesn't. And what sucks is she was really good in this. Yeah. 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 Kind of worked with what she had. Yeah. But she but- didn't- there's a thing you know uh when she meets him on the dock she kind of plays it you know like a little sinister so you as the viewer are like oh maybe she is the killer and then at the end of that scene when he's like i have to go i'm gonna go steal a boat or whatever she the way she says i love you and then like covers her mouth awkwardly it was really really legitimately funny yeah it was it was really good yeah and i was like damn like yeah it is it's a waste and her on the couch at the end when he's on the news like squeeing over like my my boyfriend's on tv like was cute and funny and like yeah i was like yeah she should have been in this movie more yeah or like you know a person yeah like yeah there should have been some, like, and, and again, there's no reasoning for any of her. Like, okay, I've been in love with you since first grade. All right. But then you married Kevin James and were married for presumably many, many decades. <laughs> right. Like, you married him in high school and then were married until four years ago when it says, like, they, they've been divorced for four years. Right. Also, like, there's, in what universe does she not have the balls to, like, ask him, uh, show interest in him? since first grade right like Mm -hmm. that's a lot of years before marriage where you could have been like hey you want to you want to go on a date right that's a lot of years before high school and meeting you know whatever kevin james's name was yeah 
I also felt like the um her fostering and adopting kids was going to go somewhere. And then I was like, actually, I think it's just there so that we as the audience understand that Kevin James has no reason to be in their life now. Like, it's like, oh, they're not biologically his kids. Oh, right. Right. That's kind of the way I felt, too. I was like, what's the point? And I was like, oh, because so Kevin James does not have to be there. Like, he's not the dad. Right. right. Yeah. It's not uh, whatever that uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, oh. Will Ferrell move. Daddy's home. It's not daddy's home where it's like, oh, we have to be stepdads now or whatever. Yeah. No, man. Um, I thought that. Um, what's his name? No, what's his name that plays Will in Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. And the girl that was, like, the worked at the coffee shop in this movie? Yeah. I thought the two of them were so cute. Yes. Yeah. And, like... Absolutely. I feel like that could have been... It's a different movie. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I think them and... and... The two sisters, uh, you know, like so wandering good. out of the house to go looking for him and stuff. I was like, yeah. this is kind of interesting. And like, I feel like it could have been a young adult Halloween movie. Yeah. Like if it just focused on them and like the town, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even like, honestly, like let Adam Sandler, you know, play a supporting role in that as Hubie. Like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, yeah. where he's in the middle, you know, in the beginning and he's in the here and then he shows up at the end or whatever, but it's their story. Like, yeah. right. So right. like in, if this, if Adam Sandler wasn't Adam Sandler, throw him in whatever he puts Rob Schneider in, in every movie. Right. Like he should be yeah. that guy that like yeah, yeah, yeah. pop up, you do the like couple of things you do and then you hightail it out of here. Right. Yeah. Or even if he was like their weird, their weird dad, like he was still Hubie, but he was their dad. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that's why he came in and out of the movie. And it can be like, oh, that's maybe that's why this, you know, the, the I can't remember his character's name, but the boy. That's why yeah. he was like awkward to talk to the girl. Is like, oh, my dad's like the town nerd. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. I just I would have loved to see more because I thought those kids were so great and just like really sweet. Like I we loved the I, I we really should have like looked up their names, but <laughs> we'll just call them girl and boy. Like we loved that the girl that worked in the coffee shop was like. I just feel like she was really sweet to him, but in a totally different way than, so like Julie Bowen's character, right? And Adam Sandler, she's just like sweet and gooey in love with him for no discernible reason. But I feel like with the two kids, it was like, yeah, he's kind of a dork, but he's not like Hubie dork, right? And like, she's a woman. It was just nice. I don't know. It was like a cute storyline. Yeah, and I agree. And I think, but that kind of like doe-eyed, like I'm kind of smitten with you, even though you're awkward and whatever, makes a ton of sense when you're a fucking high school kid, and it doesn't make sense when you're a forty-year-old woman. Maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe there's that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know her. Uh, the did you get the names? Oh yeah. Um, coffee shop girl is. I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this correctly. Paris. Uh, B e r e l c. Berelk. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, and Noah Schnapp. Yeah. Yeah, as Tommy. It's yeah. Tommy and Megan. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Megan being like, you know, kind of taking uh, Tommy, like, under her wing a little bit and being like, it's cool. Like, you're going to this party, right? Like, yeah. And not being, like, uh, uh, you know, smitten with him where she's, like, in a different movie. She would be like, oh, I'm going to blow off the party because I'm going to hang out with him while he babysits. She's like, no, you're going to come do this cool thing, right? Like, Right. You know, yeah, take your take your sister's uh, trick-or-treating. That's great, and that's really cute, and I'll see you at the party, right? Like, we're going to hang out? And, like, that kind of thing works because they're teenagers, you know? Yeah, and it wasn't a, like, forced kind of – it was just, like, a re- refreshing boy, young boy, young girl relationship to see. Yeah, and they were Absolutely. both good, like, fundamentally good people. Like, 
yeah. she she wasn't dating a shittier dude or vice versa he wasn't dating right. a shittier girl or something mm-hmm. right 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 uh you and know like he wasn't like the guy that can never get like we don't i mean maybe he was but we don't know that like he wasn't like the boy that the girls never want and now this cool girl does like it was just like it just was what it was yeah, yeah. and there wasn't a thing where you know he's he's an awkward virgin and oh i heard she puts out like you know and now i have to find that she has dimension beyond being like a sexual object like we didn't have to do all that they were just like two nice people characters who got together and were really like fun and engaging and charming in all their scenes yeah yeah exactly like you know him you know her being like oh did you bring me a kit kat like that you know that's cool if you brought me a kit kat and he opens up the little pocket in his costume and i was like that's adorable (laughs) yeah it was super cute yeah i did like that little like funny thing that all of the kids costumes Julie Bone was making out of tinfoil yes I thought that was kind of funny yeah that was good yeah there was like that was another thing I I... she's got some great mom moments in this where because like I think her like one of her earliest lines is her being like you can't have candy for breakfast but you can put some on your cereal yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's the thing like she if if this movie focused on the kids and she was just you know quotes just the mom I feel like that would have made sense because the movie is about the kids, not about the adults. But right. like here, the movie is about the adults. So like maybe the adults should have some dimension. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, even, like even... even Adam Sandler doesn't have dimension. Like he, no. he as a character doesn't do anything. He's exactly the same at the beginning of the movie as he is at the end. Literally the world changes around him. Oh my gosh. You're absolutely yeah. right. And yeah. I didn't think of it that way. You're right. Yeah. Like, yeah. because his mom makes an impassioned speech yeah. on his fucking behalf. Like, yeah. he doesn't do anything different. He <laughs> doesn't learn anything. I was, I was going to point out, that's so another instance of the Sandler. mom being important. The world has changed around him. Yeah. 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 And he is still exactly the same. I think that's the point. He's like, he's a man-child who hot women love. Who, yeah, <laughs> you know, man. hot women love him. Hot, he... funny, good-hearted, successful women. Like, she, yeah. she, like, owns a home, has a job, you know, fosters kids is Julie right. Bowen like right I know this isn't the point of this but you guys know about his like the clause for like the women showing up on the red carpet with him right uh we've talked about this off the air but you should you should mention it on air so Rose McGowan kind of blew this up when like she like released it and she they tried to sue her for it um mm-hmm. so when you are an Adam Sandler leading lady and you go to like a red carpet event or a premiere event or press they give you like a fucking list of shit you have to do and have to say and how you have to look. And so it's about like a certain inch of heel, like you have to wear a dress and it has to be like this. And he shows up in his fucking dirtiest sweatpants. And that's not a joke. Like he has been known to show up like in sweats, looking like fucking bedhead mess, like a hot ass mess. And these women have like a checklist they have to meet in order to go and be his leading lady. Yeah. So Rose McGowan had released this and she was like, this is what I just got. She put on Instagram. This is what I just got. And like, can we talk about, and then in the next slides, it was all of like different red carpet events. Like he had Mm -hmm. been to and what he looked like. And it was just like, literally looked like he rolled out of bed. And which is like, that's fine. Like dress how you want. But like, why do these women have to look a certain way? Right. Why, why the double standard? Right. So like, does Julie Bowen have to fucking, well, now it's COVID. So like, they're not doing red carpets, but like, would she have had to come all dolled up and she was, didn't even get to be a character in this movie, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's been on Conan a bunch and they knew each other from Saturday Night Live. Um, and even Conan has like gently like given him shit about it. 
Cause, oh, really? Like, yeah, because he comes out in, like, a jersey and, yeah, sweatpants or, like, real baggy jeans or whatever and, co- and you know, usually not shaved. And, you know, it looks like he just drove over, didn't stop at, like, you know, to get makeup, hair and makeup or anything like that. And, like, Conan's like, thanks for dressing up, you know, because <laughs> Conan's out there every fucking night, like, in a suit and whatever. And, like, but they're buddies, you know, so he's like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. But I agree, like, wherever the fuck you want, like, I literally don't care. It affects it does not affect my opinion of, you know, your performance. But, like, you can't be like, well, you gotta look good. I look like garbage. Right. Right. I look like your stoned uncle, uh, but you have to look really, like, you know, really attractive. So, maybe it's so people will take photos of them together. Oh, yeah. Because maybe otherwise they're like, well, we'll never get any photos of Adam on the red carpet for this movie because he looks like Adam. But also, he's a bazillionaire, so we can't tell him how to dress. Right. Which also, right. I mean, like, why can't you though? Yeah. 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 Like, they're afraid to. He'll take his. He'll take his money to another studio. Ugh. He'll take his his cotton mouth and go elsewhere. He'll be like Shabadoo and just go to fucking MGM or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who made this movie. So can we can we tell our story? Oh yes. About so like- I didn't realize because you you told me the story you're about to tell years ago. <laughs> like it feels like, but like. <laughs> had no idea that this was the movie. When I heard about it, I was like, have you? I was like, Nicole, we were at work together. I was like, did you hear about this? And you're like, no. And I'm like, it premieres October 7th. Do you want to watch it and then record an episode and then you can tell your story? (laughs) (laughs) So last summer, which was uh, approximately seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You can tell this movie was filmed in the summer because Adam Sandler is tan. He looks like he has been on a beach. He's super tan. Yeah. Um, so we went on our first and turns out last vacation because the world's on fire. Pre-COVID 2019, yeah. summer of 2019. So we we were going, we went to Vermont, but we did a day and a half in Salem on the way home and we had never been. And so we were on the main drag, which is like where a lot of museums are, a lot of the ghost tour stuff is, and then a bunch of like shopping things. And so little did we know that Adam Sandler was in Salem filming this movie at the time. We didn't know that. No. So we were looking for a place to pee. Um, and there was, for all intents and purposes, a dirt mall in the middle oh of Oh, my this. God. The weirdest, like, in the city, but it's, like, on the strip and has multiple entrances. And it's technically a mall. It was fucking, and everything was, like, closed inside. Yeah, Not, like, closed down, just closed. Forgot. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Huh. Like, there was a kiosk that had, like hacky sacks and <laughs> but it was closed but it was a closed thing i'm trying to find the name of the mall. so it had a movie theater in the mall and the bathroom was right by the movie theater entrance and when you walk in the bathroom it looked like a boardwalk bathroom it was very graffiti like as in like you know allison and hunter were here 1998 <laughs> you know um, we definitely were it was all this the floor was wet and sandy <laughs> How? Wait, no, like gross. straight up, it was sand. It sand. was it was like gritty and very wet. It like, was so weird. Not like oh, they just cleaned it wet. It was like like you're at the beach yep. and yeah. it has high foot traffic and everyone's ocean wet and sandy. Ooh. So we left this bathroom and we were standing outside of the bathroom entrance, which is right by the movie theater entrance, talking about how crazy this boardwalk bathroom is in the middle of Salem, Massachusetts. And this big group of people are, like, headed into the movies. And we both look over, 
And we kind of look at each other because it looks like Adam Sandler walking in with what I assume is his family. And we look at each other like, nah. And then someone holds the door from him and he, in opera man's voice, goes, grazie. And we were like, yeah, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, our reaction to each other was like something out of it. It was like scripted for a movie because we just like, it was on Don't Tell Mom when um, Kenny and Sue Ellen look at each other and they're like, Liza, when the drag queens steal the Buick, it was that because we just looked at each other and we were like, "Is that Adam Sandler?" <laughs> and then we heard that Grazi, we were like, "Yup, that's him." <laughs> and then we walked outside and we were like, "Did we just see Adam Sandler going to the movies in this in this disgusting ass mall?" <laughs> and yeah, and so we saw Adam Sandler on one of his days off filming Hubie Halloween. <laughs> um, and like no offense to Adam Sandler but I really wish we had seen Keenan instead oh god oh, that's what, when we were watching the movie we were just like it was like halfway through and we were like wait a goddamn second so you're telling me that theoretically we could have seen Keenan Thompson we could have seen Maya Rudolph Tim Meadows Ray, Ray Liotta like we theoretically could have seen any of these people yeah. Buscemi Snyder, oh my god Schneider. Buscemi Snyder Schneider Schneider but we got the star of the show the Sandman <laughs> The Sandman. That's why the bathroom was so sandy. The Sandman had been there. Oh, oh my god. god. I think you it. might be right. That's it. That's the witch's curse. Oh. oh, do you remember what the movie was? It was Lion King. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's like the live action. Yeah, yeah. Lion- yeah. Yeah. The best part about that was that, like, so, like, you know, okay, so we do enough conventions and all of that to know that, like, we don't make it weird with celebrities, right? Like, you don't hunt them down. You don't... So if it was somebody... Like, if it was Ray Liotta, you know what I mean? I feel like I would have been like, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Liotta, my wife's... You know, do the whole my wife's a big fan thing because that's better (laughs) than just being like, I'm a big fan. But like, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Liotta, my wife's a big fan. Like, could we take a picture with you, right? And then even if he told us to go fuck off, I'd be like, perfect. That's perfect. If Ray Liotta told me to fuck off, I would die happy. (laughs) But like, we realized it was Adam Sandler and we were like... Okay, it just left. <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a debate on whether, like, should we, should we, like, say something? Do we, like, take a picture? Do, do we, we were just like, huh. <laughs> Went back to what we Well, I mean, saved you some time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were buying a ticket to the Lion King, that's for God. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't need to see that Lion King movie ever. Yeah. yeah yeah, uh, when, Nicole, when you told me that story, I was like, oh, weird, like, was he filming a movie or whatever? And you weren't sure, and I didn't know. Um, so I was like, oh, I kind of like the idea that Adam Sandler, you know, or his kids was just like, we're going to go to Salem because it's spooky. Like, maybe he has, like, really spooky kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's cute. And then we found out it was for the, you know, while they were filming this movie. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Like, Yeah. But that was my, that, that's part of my question about the movie is, like, Hubie as a character, I I don't know from I watched the trailer for this once before we recorded this like you know I don't know a couple weeks ago or whenever a month ago when I first found out about it watched the trailer and I got the impression that like he was somebody who like Halloween was very important to or that he was going to be somebody who's like no 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 like monsters and witches and stuff are real oh right like a you know kind of earnest scared stupid kind of thing and that nobody believed him because he was like the he was the town you know joke or whatever yeah and, and then that ended up not being the case and like i don't know i just you know throughout the whole thing i was like wait so what's hubie's deal with halloween then i expected again like backstory of some kind where 
Like, oh, maybe right. his dad, like, when his dad left or whatever, it was on Halloween, and so, you know, something. But They he... made that joke about him being Jewish, and like, well, no Christmas, no Easter, no Ash Wednesday, but yeah. like, that was... Right. Yeah, I get, yeah, sure, okay. That was it, though. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that they lived in, like, his whole family's been from Salem since the trials. Yeah. So that's the connection. Yeah, I um, guess. You know, we were saying how it could be a different movie with the kids. I feel like that, or it could be a kids movie like young children like adam sandler could have been like the bumbling hubie in this like like almost like disney kids movie yeah. you know what i mean like i feel like that if they did it differently could have worked too it just i feel like i don't i don't even know who it was for i don't know it was weird yeah well i think applying that because okay you know i mean the same the same script that adam sandler was reading from and, and everybody was reading from was what those kids were working off of and their sections were good. You know, Tommy, Tommy and, um, Megan, yeah. Megan. Yeah. yeah. Tommy and Megan, like that was, there was, that was good. So like maybe making this focus more on them and even still having like the same Adam Sandler, like goofy, good natured humor would have mm-hmm. been like a, a really winning like film. And then, you know, Adam Sandler just shows up for a while as like, yeah. Like the Rob Schneider cameo type character. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, like, you know, maybe the ever... movie is about him, but he's not the main character kind of thing. But, like, has he ever right. done things where he's a co-star like that? No, no. And, I mean, like, he's a draw. Yeah. And, like, I don't even think necessarily that it's an ego thing. I think sure. it's just that you, you're not making, not anymore, you're not making an, a Rob Schneider movie. Right. You right. know? Like, I feel like Adam Sandler was, the last co-star movie he did was, like, Airheads. And that was before he was Adam Sandler. Right. Mm. Yeah, that was like mid mid to late nineties, like ninety four or something. Airheads. Yeah. Airheads, Airheads is great. Also yeah. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Also your yeah. boy, friend and Brazier. Yep. Actually the whole cast is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. David Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette with blonde hair. <laughs> like, you know what would have made Hubie more endearing to me? If he was David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, well, also, because he, he wouldn't have done that same mealy-mouthed voice that we've been hearing for 25 years or whatever it is. Right. But, like, I feel like if you, if we're supposed to care about this guy, because he's the main character, right? So you're supposed to care about him a little bit. It needed to be somebody who was, like, so endearing that, like, you're like, okay, fine. Right. But I was just kind of like, eh. But there was one part where <laughs> when that witch through his word searches in the garbage. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nicole was just like, that is too mean. She's like, that's too mean. I felt, I felt so away about that. I was like, no, no, no. Like, that's rude. I don't like that. Yeah. I wrote that down too. Her name was Dot. Too mean. Yeah. And it was too mean. It was too yeah. mean. But I feel like every other time that someone was mean to him for no reason, I didn't care as much as I should have. And I'm not, like, I'm an empathetic person. Like, I don't like it when people are being mean to people for no reason, especially when those people are nice. But I was just kind of like, uh, whatever. You know what I did have feelings about? When the kids were in the coffee shop and you meet Megan for the first time, when he's leaving, and then the kid who ended up being um, Freddie Mercury hit the coffee out of his hand. Yep. I was like, what a fucking dick. Yep. And not because, like, Will from Stranger Things, but I looked at her and I was like, no, she's got to clean that up. Right. Fuck you, man. Yep. Yeah, I was and, like, oh, retail worker. <laughs> right, and it ends with, like, a joke line of, you know, because his, his sister just before that is like, are you cool now? And then that kid slaps a coffee out of his hand, and he's like, it comes and goes. And then they leave, and I was like, dude, you're not even going to try to clean that up. Like, I know it's not your fault, but, like, right. if I was somewhere and a dude was, like, slap my drink out of my hand, I'm like, hey, can I have, can I have a rag or something? This dude's a dickhead, and, you know, I'm sorry. 
Um, his delivery on that line though was very good. Like yeah. his his timing oh, yeah. was perfect. Yeah, I agree. I think I like. I'm telling you, I think the the writing in this would work totally well with like these kids as the leads. Yeah. Yes. And you know, you can even have the Julie Bowen and Adam Sandler romance as the background. Get rid of Kevin James. You don't need him. You know. Like I'm not saying he can't, he can't be in the movie. But we don't need him as a character. Right. right. Um, Keenan Thompson grossly underutilized if you ask me yes. yeah i yeah. mean that's basically just one part of the part. street man but yeah well that's basically one part uh the kevin james part and the keenan thompson part like they're yeah it's, yeah. it's the work of one actor yeah yeah like and they split it into two roles because you know he was like oh i want to put more funny people in the movie but it's like yeah but none of them's doing anything like even kevin james is just wearing a bunch of dumb like wig facial hair that's his yep. only joke in the movie yep and he's yeah. like Kevin James is genuinely funny. Yeah. So like you totally missed an opportunity to have someone who's really funny be funny. Have him butt heads with uh Hubie over something. Like, oh, when when he found out that Julie Bowen's kinda into Hubie, right. like then you can have like just one scene where he they're yelling at each other and like it can be funny or something. Like but the whole movie he's just tired of him. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, Okay, I mean that's nothing though. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know who else I really liked? Kim Whitley. Um what was her name? Was it Don and Louise? Oh, I think so. The the owners of the pig that got slaughtered. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that that was funny. Like they're yeah. both their scenes their were really funny. Was really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really good, and I, I kept expecting more from that. And it's just like a button joke at the end about like, oh man, and he killed the pig for no reason, and then Steve Buscemi's like, uh, actually, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh okay, like. Um, yeah they were really funny um i loved who, who uh, knew steve buscemi was such a perfect fucking werewolf yeah like even well, just the really, little yeah, yelping he, really he would do yeah i was like boy this is so weird but like he's making it work uh-huh. well nicole pointed out that like that was a pretty physical role yeah, yeah. he's like jumping around and yeah yeah doing all kinds of big arms yeah that was also so i startle very easily a lot and that was a jump scare that actually got me was he was in the basement looking for him and stuff and they did the like you know duh the flashlight oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I knew it was coming and it still got me anyway and then Hunter laughed his little ass off he <laughs> <I> did <laughs> yeah that's cute <laughs> um, I kind of really liked uh, Adam Sandler thinking the dog was Steve Buscemi yeah um, yeah yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, a lot of the dialogue in that scene was funny. Like, you know, him, you know, like, talking about, like, and then he was here wagging his, you know, tail with blah, blah, blah. And murderous like, glee. With murderous glee, yeah. And I was yeah, just like, that's yeah. kind of funny. Like, there's stuff here that would work. And also, I don't think, you know, I don't know, I don't think he needs to do that dumb voice. It doesn't do anything. No. You know what it is, too? The voice fucking kills me, too, because I feel, and I mean, he probably took a page out of Adam Sandler's book. I feel like it's Seth MacFarlane. Like, if I close my eyes and I hear your voice and I can't tell what I'm watching because there's 50 things you do the same voice in. Mm. Like, so you did that voice as, we'll say, like, what was, like, the first time he did that voice? We'll call, we'll say, like. He does it in Billy Madison, but not the whole time. Right, but he does it, like, as, like, a little aside. Like, yeah. so, if, okay, so am I watching Billy Madison? And then you close your eyes and you're like, no. And you're like, okay, so am I watching The Water Boy? No, okay. Like, am I watching Family Guy? Am I watching Ted? Like, if you don't know what you're watching and you're doing a distinct voice, like, stop doing it. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, a, in this movie, it just, it feels like a crutch. Like, yeah. I mean, we get the fact, like, it's very clear that he is not liked and people make fun of him. And, like, I don't think that his voice has anything to do with that. No. No, but, like, yeah, like you mentioned the, the water boy. Um, 
you both mentioned the water boy in that part of the joke is like oh he might be a little slow like that's you know i'm not saying that's a funny joke i'm just saying that is part of the character yeah and, and in this he's clearly not i thought that's where we were going when too. he first started yeah. talking i was like oh come on guys are we doing this like mm-hmm. this isn't the thing we do anymore and then i was like oh we're not so but... so maybe that's why maybe he was like oh well we'll just do the voice but we'll make it clear he's not slow or he doesn't have any kind of learning abilities or whatever we're not going to make any jokes about anything like he just talks this way and like maybe that's why they did it but i don't think that's a great choice no. well, i feel like there's if that's the case even if it's not i feel like the whole he's a good person women should be attracted to him and love him and he's just doing he's just looking out for everyone else and the world changes around him because he doesn't need to change i feel like there's a very weird moral sanctimonious like stance oh yeah yeah, they only had that, like, moral at the end because movies have morals at the end. Right. Yeah. Like, it yeah. wasn't like the movie was built to get this message across. No. Right. Because otherwise, like, that's, you know, that's what I mean. Like, it feels pretentious uh, of me to be, like, nitpicky about, like, you know, the writing in, like, a lazy Adam Sandler movie. Because we all know, like, he's not trying. He's not trying in this. Right. He's trying in other stuff. Like, uh, during quarantine, we watched Uncut Gems, and he's phenomenal in it. Oh, and- I didn't see that. It's really good. It's on Netflix, yeah. I think, still, and it's worth seeing. It um, is. It's really, like, it's tense, but it's not, like, gory or anything. You know, it's just, like, it's just a time crunch, and you're just very, like, into it. And he's trying it, and he's acting, and it's a little juvenile sometimes and, like, weird, but, like, he's really good. And he's doing, and, like, that's the thing is, every couple of years he does a movie, and you're like, yeah, 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 that's right. He can try, and that makes all this lazy shit way more frustrating. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing. I don't think it's silly to, like talk about how frustrating it is because it's like think of like the the bigger picture there it's like yes but adam sandler is not only just getting paid to phone it in but he's he he's given opportunities (laughs) you know what i mean like how many other storytellers are there out there that like could have just made a killer hubie's halloween movie that that was like nothing we've ever seen before you know what i mean but no because he's adam sandler he gets to do it right like I mean, like, I don't know how much this cost. I, I, you know, it seems modestly budgeted, like not a crazy amount. It's not an independent film, but like, yeah, I think, you know, Netflix could have sunk that kind of money into like three independent projects and they could have all been Halloween shit and you could have gotten, you know, probably most of the people in this movie to be in them. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the kicker. So he's got a three pick, literally a three picture deal with Netflix. That was the first. They're filming the second one right now. Wait, wait, wait. I thought his deal started with that, um... The something seven or no oh. the ridiculous six. Oh, did it? I th- I thought that did. Third one now because okay. the one they're filming now our friend Bill is like working on like he's in the, in the crew and they're filming in Oaks Pennsylvania oh. and they're gonna do a couple like walkthrough scenes down south. Um, but like yeah, so I'm like so you get like even more money. It wasn't a one and done. You're getting like a whole bunch of opportunity to phone this shit in. Yeah, and like man, that's the. the... I'm, I'm nobody, but, like, man, I wish Adam Sandler would have called me and been like, hey, is this a good idea? And I'd be like, yeah, dude, take this deal. And because these movies are being beamed into the homes of literally everybody with a Netflix, it's not even, like, an option. Like, just try some shit. Like, experiment. Yeah. Do it. Do a thing that's not safe. Like, why, why not? Like, you have this opportunity that you don't have to worry about when you make a theatrical movie. Like, with a theatrical movie, you have to make a thing that you know for sure people are going to come see. But now... They got no, you know, 
we got no other option. That I mean, we we watched it. I would never have watched this if it was in theaters. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't have watched it opening fucking day. I wouldn't have been like, hey, we're all going to go see Hubie Halloween in theaters. Yeah, uh, and then we're going to do a podcast about it. No. No, no way. Mean, we wouldn't have dropped almost a hundred bucks between the four of us yeah. to go see fucking Hubie Halloween. No, that's, oh that's the other thing is but, Hunter weighs that sometimes when we're deciding what we're going to go like when we'd go to theaters and, and pay for ticket prices like that would sometimes talk about like, so is there something that actually deserves our money this week? Because like, yeah, when, when theaters were open and I had a day off and we didn't have anything to do, I would just be like, Hey, let's go to the movies. We have an afternoon. Like, let's go just see anything. Mm-hmm. And then when we were on our way over, I'm like, okay, if this is playing, I'd really like to see that because I would like to give my money to that rather than <laughs> any of the other things that don't need my money that I'd still see. But if I have the option, I'd rather put my money where it matters more. For sure, yeah. And that would never, ever have been Hubie Halloween. Because even if I really, 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 for whatever reason, got a wild hair up my ass to talk about an Adam Sandler movie with you guys today, (laughs) there's a million other Adam Sandler movies that are just like this that we could see for free on some streaming service that we already pay for, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Like, I could be like, oh, you guys want to talk about Happy Gilmore? And everybody would have been like, yes, because it's good. Yeah. Right. And at least there would be the nostalgia factor of, like, any of those movies from in the 90s, you know? Yeah, and it isn't a thing that just happened, so I, I, you know, I can't be like, why did you do this? You already have this movie, you know? Right, right. It's like, no, yep. no, like, Happy Gilmore, yeah, sure, I wouldn't make it today, but it's it's fun, I had fun with it, you know, whatever. But this, it's like, no, 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 why, what, why? Why, why? All right, mm-hmm. I don't want to be, su- I don't want to be super negative about this movie, because no. I don't think it's bad. I no. think it, no. I think the, the moral is pasted on, like it's from a different thing. Yes. Yeah. Like I think the script just said and the moral and then the credits. Like that's all it said. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have one very big positive note. Okay, yeah, let's talk about positive stuff. If there's stuff we liked or scenes we liked briefly and then, you know. Sure. Okay. Yeah. The, run- the running gag of all like his mom and all the old ladies in the town having dirty t-shirts. <laughs> I was a thousand percent here for that. It was really good. Yeah. Although, man, they made the boner donor thing really do mileage on that. Because they had a whole yeah. fucking scene about boners. Yeah, and honestly, I kind of liked that as like a recurring gag, like that he yeah. picked it up from his mom. But the thing I didn't like is because his mom is, you know, mom age. She's an adult, you know, older adult woman. She definitely would know that boner was for sure a term for a mistake. There's, you know, yes. it, it's in, um, you know, on, on the Internet, you can see like. There's old panels from, like, uh, the Joker's first appearance in Batman, uh-huh. where he's like, I pulled quite a boner this evening, Batman. Uh-huh. Um, oh, right. And he's yeah. saying, oh, I fucked up and Batman caught me, but that was the language of the time. And she's old enough to have known that for sure. So yeah. it would have made more sense and been funnier as a through line if she was like, you know, when I was a kid, we used to say, I pulled a boner. It means, like, a mistake. So I guess, like, I donate mistakes. Ha ha ha. And then he would be like, oh, okay, my mom explained it to me, so I'm going to go with that. But she's yeah. just like, I don't know, maybe it means this. So, yeah. So, not. I know we're going positive, but, like, in that same vein of, like, mm, a thing I really hate is when there's, like, a you've misspoken a word or mispronounced a word, and then it becomes, like, a beat-you-over-the-head joke. And he kept saying, like, onto Tatario when he was talking about Canada or, like, oh, she lives in, like, you know, up in Ontario or something like that. In it, the new, the newer it, the gazebos. Like instead of placebos, I'm like this joke. I hate this joke. I hate <laughs> it so much. Yeah. It makes me want to crawl under a table and die. I fucking hate it. Like it's so cringy. Um, and I felt like that with this. That's all. It's, a, it's my last negative. <laughs> no, I mean that's fair. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, again, he's not a kid. It, like, that's a joke for a kid that would work. It would work with uh, Tommy, the character, you know. If he was like, right. oh, no, I, 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 you know, the only reason I haven't talked to her is because of my girlfriend in Canada. Uh, she lives in Ontario, Toronto, you know, or whatever. And you'd be like, okay, he doesn't really know about Canada. But again, Hubie's conservatively late 40s. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, like we established, doesn't have any type of like, developmental uh, (laughs) developmental disability it's an unfortunate time for a stutter Um, (laughs) you know like he doesn't have anything like right to the point that Ray Liotta is mad at him because Ray Liotta is dumber than him and feels inferior to him because he quote uses big words and they come so naturally to him so we know he's smarter than Ray Liotta who at no point in this movie seems to have a learning disability, whereas Hubie constantly seems like he might. Right. Which is, right. it's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. For what? For what? I don't, for what? Yeah, I, it's, it's just because, like, they wanted to hang out with Ray Liotta, and I get it. They want. They were like, hey, can we put a rainbow wig on Ray Liotta? Because that would make my life. And they were like, yep, bucket list checked off. Yeah, yep. no, no, I, I co-signed that a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Uh, I really liked Hubie's uh, bicycle helmet. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh God, that was good. I liked his uh, umbrella, his big jack o' lantern umbrella. Well, that came from his thermos. Yeah. yeah. I had like a whole running list of all the like Swiss Army thermos attachments and stuff. That's that's a fun. I, I I don't know if it's if this really feels super earnesty to me, or if it's just that I was thinking about Ernest Scared Stupid. But like that feels like a very earnest. Or, you know, Ernest P. Worrell like yeah. joke to have this like utility thermos. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, that's really that's really kind of funny and interesting yeah. and could have been a thing. And I mean, I know that he throws soup on the match at the end to put it out, but like it didn't you didn't need a utility thermos for that. Well, it would have been cool if the utilityness of the thermos functioned in some way to save the day at the end. Where oh. we'd be like, Oh wow, like Hubie and his stupid invention that we've been mocking him for his whole life save the right. day like oh i thought right. that was part of the joke is like oh this thermos can do all these things but really at the end of the day it's just the soup fixed it yeah i mean i i guess i guess it's better than him just hawking a big loogie and the loogie catching the match like yeah. um, i really thought it was going to be like a fire extinguisher or like yeah. some like like exaggerated hose or yeah. you know what i mean like something i don't i don't know yeah no um also as a thermos aficionado i thought it was uh very upsetting how mean some of the people were to him for carrying around a thermos like it was something dorky because uh no uh hot beverages come on yeah yeah i'm with you on that yeah I'm like with- like this entire you know all these kids the kids at the diner or whatever that were making fun of him for having the thermos it's like like you all don't have like water bottles right like, everybody has water bottles now yeah I feel like with the thermos, like in a different movie or if the movie was just written a little bit differently, like like if it was a little bit more um, not magical. What's the word I'm looking for? Like fantastical. Fantastical. Yeah. Like if if it was like the thermos was like his magic tool. Do do you know what I I mean? I guess like that's kind of what they were getting at. But if it was like more exaggerated. Right. Right. Like if. Yeah. Like he's just like this grown man that has a thermos that can do a bunch of different things. And you're like okay but it doesn't like i don't know i just think it could have been more fun you know right yeah it could have been like a thing that because i kind of kept forgetting it existed i mean part of it is this movie has so many i mentioned it before so many plates in the air yeah there's just so many characters to follow and there's like literally three red herrings throughout the movie like yeah uh, with with you know i mean to the point that even rob schneider as a character is a red herring yes. because he's not actually killing or kidnapping anybody. Um, and I guess Hubie's mom is super strong because we see people get, you know, yanked into space. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Which I was and like, I'm, I was like, oh, are we? I was like, are we doing an actual werewolf thing? Like, right. Yeah. Sorry. It's a, like it's 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 things like it's a Halloween movie, right? Like it doesn't have to be super realistic, but it's just like a weird thing. Like, so his mom was like kidnapping all of these people by like yanking them through space and time. Yeah. And being yeah. able to like carry them and like like string them up, like tie them up in a way that's like you know, yeah. It just... And she did it this year just because, like, because. It, it, it's not like he never got made fun of before. Because year year forty eight is enough. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing is like he. This has been every year, every Halloween, every year of his life, and this year she's just like ah, I decided to actually get revenge for. It. Like again, yeah. it would make it would almost make more sense if he was a kid and the father had just left or passed away this year. So now she's like, you have to stand up for yourself, and then this happens. But yeah. that's but he's a grown fucking man. Or if they establish that, like, people in this town kind of consistently disappear around this time of year. Yeah. Like, so then maybe yeah. she's, like, a recurring killer that they just kind of figured it out now. Yeah, that would have actually been something. Yeah. Or even, like, you know, tricentennial or whatever the fuck of thing would be. If the there's, founding if there of was, the town. Yeah, if there was the an anniversary or... of some kind. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Did I just realize that? Was that the thing? Is that maybe she's kind of a witch? Yeah, well, his his um great 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 well their family can trace their lineage back, and so it was that one of their um relatives had stood up to Injustice. like the witch yeah the witch burning and was hanged for it yeah and well stood up and said witches don't exist and yes. then they were like well you must be a witch and yes killed her. yeah so like were they trying to get at the fact that his mom's a witch well she's descended from uh, witch deniers right. But okay, all right. So maybe we're blowing the lid off the sub subtext of this. Uh-huh. Maybe the great 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 grandma was like, "Witches don't exist because she was one, and they were getting too close." Ooh. And then they burned her at the stake. But her they didn't her... burn her at the stake though. What? I'm sorry. What did they do? They, they, oh, they hanged, hanged her. her. Okay. Yeah. So then maybe. Did you know that they only burn witches in England? They hung witches in the U.S. We found that out in Salem. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh. I do remember hearing that I, I, you know, I just grew up always hearing about the witch burnings and stuff. So I still always think it was here as well. But yeah, yeah. I always associate that with uh, the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. Did they also do um, the 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 crushing here, or was that they they did the um what do they call it where they they like like pull your limbs in different directions the quartering is yeah. that what it's called yeah drawn yeah. quartered oh that God. did that well, who the fuck knows <laughs> well, you know what that. you're right yeah you're yeah. right yeah yeah buddy. Things that we liked. I we totally forgot. Yes, about no, your, no, oh. Yeah, you're you're wearing a, a Harley Quinn t shirt right now. Yeah. That gag of all of the um <laughs> women news Yeah, yep, all the news anchors. Yep, dressed as Harley Quinn for Halloween is absolutely perfect. Yes. So Nicole and I vend it's no surprise, a ton of horror conventions and um Comic Cons. And so Every every time we do, I always have a running tab behind the table for each day of how many Harley Quinns we see. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it gets to, it's a lot of days in jail. You know, like it's a lot of notches. <laughs> um, every, cause every, every girl, it seems like is like, I want to be a sexy Harley Quinn. So there's like every variation of Harley Quinn there could be. So that was just like such a spot on yep. joke. Yeah. No, Hunter and I also really liked that. <laughs> Yeah, like, and and that was a thing where it was like it was kind of subtle. Like, if you were paying attention, you noticed it. They didn't bang you over the head with it. They weren't like, "This is a joke." It was it was just like a funny commentary that, like, if you got it, you got it. You know? Yeah. yeah nobody on screen was like, 
boy, everybody dressed like Harley Quinn. Like, it was never a thing. It was just right. like, we see the one anchor, then we see the weather girl or whoever, and then we yeah. see the on-site reporter, and they're all dressed like Harley. And then we see the whatever okay. the kids the in girl. town and the little girl, yeah. They, they do kind of mention it, because they're like, oh, so-and-so, you're Harley too? And she's like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, gotta show the exes what they're missing. Yeah, it's only one day a year you can show your ex what they're missing yeah. out on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was good, but like, it... No other, you know, no characters were like, boy, everybody's always dressed in like Harley Quinn, like specifically. Yeah, no. Yeah, Yeah. no, that was fun. I thought at the end it was really cute um, to have the kids as the characters from the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like adorable, really funny, really cool. Yeah, I thought that was great. It was very strange. It was a bit of a stretch for me that it was like, you know, Julie Bowen and Adam Sandler, I guess they're married now. And um, all these three, these three older children foster children are just calling him dad now yeah i thought that was a, a lot for me yeah um, it was a little it was a little too like saccharin for the very end of the movie and he's also the mayor now yeah yep. right yeah I, I literally like i was like oh okay they called him dad and they also didn't make a big deal of it i was like so that's kind of cool and then he's like all right come on mr mayor hubie and i was like jesus fucking christ <laughs> right <laughs> and then he just rides his bike and i was like oh all right yeah <laughs> And I'm like, so what happened to George Wallace? Did he die? Did they were were they just like you don't get to be mayor anymore because Hubie is? Whoa! Yeah, they're, like, they're like, we hate you now. Ray Liotta threw him in a grave. <laughs> Wait, that's like a really good. And I mean, again, like this isn't this movie isn't just like the fucking epitome of uh, how the world should be clearly. But like, you're right. So George yeah. Wallace just isn't the mayor anymore. Yeah, no, because he, he got they, voted they, out. They decided they like Hubie now. Mm. They're like, we only had you as a mayor because we couldn't find Hubie. We couldn't like him, so now, ugh. You already know. You already know. You already know. Yeah. I And that's the thing is, like, how hard is it to give, you know, give George Wallace a line of, like, well, this is my last year as mayor, and like, that could have been his justification for not wanting to shut the town down, like in Jaws, where he's like, this is my last year as mayor. I'm not going out on a scandal. Sure. Yes. Totally. And that would have made sense. Yeah, they would have. Again, here I here I am rewriting Adam Sandler's movies and just making them a teeny tiny bit better, and I am unemployed by Hollywood. <laughs> well, but it's almost as though like it's like when you cook a meal and you don't taste it first, and then you serve it to someone. Yeah, yeah. It's damn, like they, damn, that's a good metaphor. Damn, that's good. That's a you. really really good metaphor. Thank you, man. Right? It's like they made the movie, and then no one watched it. Like, no one watched it back. Yeah, they finished they it today. It, yeah, and they yeah. just put it on Netflix. Yeah. And, like, these very minor changes could have, like, made at least some things make more sense. Like, Yeah, because all in all, it's not bad. It's just not anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, think I, I think I don't mind it because it doesn't have any sort of real negative anything to it. It's not... There's no negative portrayals of anything. None of the characters are, like, despicable or anything. Everybody's kind of, like, good-natured, you know. Everybody's kind of shitty to Hubie, yeah. but they, they're, they're fine. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. So, what I thought was emblematic of, like, new ideals or whatever Wokeness? is... You mean, yeah, like, yeah. Is that, yeah. like, the high school bully was dressed up as, like, Freddie Mercury. Notoriously gay Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's you would true. not see that in a movie fifteen years ago. That's right. that's very true. Yeah, yeah, and like were this made, you know, I don't know, in the Adam Sandler heyday, that would have been a joke. Like he would have been, you know, he would have been brown face. 
Oh, he definitely would have had brown face. He would have been calling uh, Tommy, like, gay slurs, and then the yeah. joke would be, but you're dressed up as gay Freddie Mercury, and he'd be like, Freddie Mercury wasn't gay. Yeah. That right. is exactly how yep. that would have went. Right? Yep. Like, yep. cheers yeah. to progress. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Hey, man, I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah. Yo, yeah. fucking same. <laughs> same. Um, so, on on a positive note, I think this movie looked really good. I think, like, the direction was fine, nothing, you know, there wasn't anything super great, but, like, when it was doing, like, scare scenes, like the scene in the basement yeah. uh, where, where Hubie's looking for the werewolf um, mm-hmm. and the cornfield scene and stuff, I thought it, it like, really looked like a legitimate thriller, like, a, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it was also colorful and fun and, yeah. like, and I, I dug the look of it a lot. I think it really, like, really was pretty solid. Yeah. A lot of the costuming totally. and makeup was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maya Rudolph as the Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, God. Yeah. I want a whole DVD, like, you know, bonus thing of just, like, 45 minutes of them sitting in the car at the drive-in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's so funny. Like, I feel like uh, Maya Rudolph and Tim Meadows together, so funny. Yeah. And then uh, Kim Whitley, and I don't know the other guy's name, the guy's name, um, but, like, Don and Louise. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if this were, like, a sh- – if they took this movie and they were, like, okay, but we're going to make it, like, a Netflix – 10 episode show kind of and it was like a Shit's Creek thing where there was just like these wacky characters from this neighborhood yeah I'd be I'd be all about it because like I want to see I want to know why Don and Louise are first of all I want to know why they're farmers like I want to <laughs> I, I want to know how they got there you know what I'm saying um yeah. and like Maya Rudolph and Tim Meadows like I don't know I just feel like there were like offshoots that could have been very funny and that were the the what is it like the parts were funnier than the sum of the parts. It's better than the uh, worse than the sum of its parts. There you go. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. 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 Well, because yeah, Maya Rudolph again was a thing where like it suffered from that like you know flattening where her character gets relegated just being sexually frustrated and bitchy because of it and that mm-hmm. and like you know just you know I've, I've seen her in a bunch of other roles where she is great and she's even doing again this pretty well except that like there's not a lot there yeah she's funny she's just yeah. you know working with nothing i mean even yeah. tim meadows just bare bones even tim meadows gets two complaints at the end yeah when she gets one yeah true her true. complaint is i'm sexually frustrated that's it period he's like well i'm bald and sexually frustrated yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, when they were in the car and he was laughing and those things was jiggling, I could have watched that for like a half an hour. That was very good. Yeah. So Hunter you... boomerang it for Instagram. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Hunter, yes, yes, when, yes. when you're editing this, note to self, hi, uh, make a boomerang of that. All right. Back to the back to the podcast. Um, but you say, Smalls, you saying that this should have been like a like a mini series for Netflix. Yeah, actually, like. That would kind of super work because there were a lot of locations in this movie and all of them were new every scene except for like Hubie's house. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like you could set each episode at a different location. The first episode, you know, is wherever and the last episode and they both are the most like Hubie centric ones. Mm -hmm. Like he could appear briefly like like Kramer, like that level of cameo, like popping in to the other episodes to like move the plot along. For instance, like 
you know, you set one in the police station and it's all Kevin James, who we've seen in another episode, you know, but it's Kevin James and Keenan, like, and they're riffing and the plot revolves around them and they get phone calls and it, that moves the plot along, but we never leave the police station. You yes. know, one is the kid's house, you know, they, they follow the kids, they go trick or treating and then they come home and it's that story, you know? Totally. And that would actually, like, really work. And then you get a whole, like, you know, half an hour or something with Tommy and Megan. And, you know, that that's, that's great. Like, yeah. And it can end in the cornfield. And Hubie can show up. And we can move the plot along that way. But, like, we get to follow them for a half an hour. Like. Yeah. It's almost like this movie is, like, a thumbnail. Like, a thumbnail sketch. Yeah. You know? Like, like the finished product movie is really just, like, the early sketches and the early storyboard. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's like the idea, and then they could have, like, actually made it the way it should have been made, right? Yeah. I feel like that we talked about this on, on uh, Vibrations, too, that Netflix should reboot it as, like, a miniseries. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, we're nothing if not consistent. <laughs> yeah. This is true. This is very true. I mean, like, Netflix, this is what you want. Like, Netflix's whole business model is to get people to sign up who haven't who either don't have a netflix account now or never had one Um, and the way they do that is by announcing new projects and then they're like yeah it's an ongoing series but then they usually cancel it after two or three seasons because they stop getting new clicks and views on those projects because they oh that's that's been around for three years now i'll just catch it whenever and then they they cancel it but if you just do these mini series you take this complete story and you just do it as a long form miniseries you know you're gonna all you're gonna consistently get new clicks you know people coming in like oh adam sandler's doing another miniseries i'll check that out mm-hmm. yeah right. totally totally and then the next time it's it's adam sandler it's the same cast or you know a lot of the same cast like a ryan murphy thing where that's you know, what she's about to say yeah yeah and then you know but it's like oh but it's a new it's a new thing it doesn't really connect to the other ones it's its own thing but like it'll be fun and we'll tune in and there you go well, what's also yeah. funny is they are already doing that sort of thing, but it's specifically with Vox doing documentary series, like micro series, where it's yeah. like three things at once talking about voting or the coronavirus or, I mean, they did like sex and they did how your mind works and they did just other things. It's just different it's, topics. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's under the heading explained, but then there's some other ones that aren't, but like they're still done by like the same And they're thematically company. relevant, Yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, like, yeah, and they'll range in length from, like, you know, maybe it's only three episodes, maybe it's, like, longer, and it's eight or something. Yeah. But, like, so this is already a model that they're using, but not necessarily for uh, fiction yeah. series. It's for yeah. nonfiction stuff. Or kind of like Castle Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right? Although it's, like, that's... called Castle Rock, but it's just, like, a different story. Yeah. Each yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a great example. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know, because that would make so much more sense. And I honestly would have really enjoyed this if all these, like, you know, side things felt like they mattered more. And they would, because we would spend a lot more time with those characters, you know. Totally. Yeah, totally. they could be characters. Yeah, they they could be characters, and it would be experimental and interesting and, you know... Yeah. Without being like, well, I'm not saying like, oh, Adam Sandler should make a goddamn like German expressionist film. Right. I'm here for it if he wants to. And I will write it. Yes. I am available. <laughs> but like. Sure. But like, yeah, just play with the format a little mm-hmm. bit. Like this is, you know, it's uncharted waters for the most part. Like why you got to make a movie that's movie length and put it on Netflix, which isn't a movie theater. Like make right. something interesting. Okay. Like try and find out what works. 
I also yeah. I feel like Adam would Sandler... people show up for Adam Sandler in a sh- still one story complete story not an ongoing thing but like longer format like would people show up for that maybe yeah. we don't know mm-hmm. we would have I don't think he's yeah. ever done any kind of like a series or even no, sequels so. really is not oh Happy Gilmore his... 2 is so good <laughs> you know what though if he had done it I would have watched it yeah I, I probably would have <laughs> I mean that's the thing is it's, it would have just been you know one of the other movies yeah it would have just been the water boy or something yeah. like yeah they're all really similar <laughs> Yeah. We also had way less options back in the day. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like we've all seen Happy Gilmore because it was out. Right, it was the yeah. comedy that was out at that time. Like, <laughs> yep. yeah. it, it was yeah. the comedy that came out that, you know, summer or whatever. So you're like, oh, I guess I'll see that because I want to see a comedy. Yeah. Right. Like, you Hugh know. wasn't even on the main screen of Netflix. Was it for you guys? Um, no. I had to type it in. Yeah, uh, I went to the new to Netflix and scrolled for a minute, like through the banner, but it was like wasn't on the first like you know block of them. It was like the second or third. Yeah, well, mm. give it a day or two. Yeah, now that now that we've bumped the ratings up, yeah. <laughs> other other positive stuff. I I really liked uh, June Squibb that plays Hubie's mom. She played Michael's mom on The Office, uh, and so when she showed up, I was like, oh hey, because we just saw that episode recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, I oh. think she was really great in it. Yeah, yeah. she was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, you mentioned the joke of her and, and the other older ladies in town always wearing the, like, thrift store, like, dirty t-shirts was fun. Yeah, kayaking gets me wet. Who's <laughs> donating those? Adam Sandler. I guess. Cuby, yeah. Yeah, after, no, actual Adam Sandler, after he wears them to a movie premiere uh, <laughs> next to a beautiful starlet. Um, Do then you he... think maybe they were all his shirts? <laughs> like, in real life? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 we don't need wardrobe. We've got this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, he would show up and be like, I want to wear this today. And they're like, no, Hubie would not wear, you know, a boner donor t-shirt. I was going to say Beaver Inspector. Beaver Inspector, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Beaver Inspector. Yeah. Beaver I Patrol. Mean, I feel like he could make that really cute if you put him in a little deerstalker hat with a magnifying oh, yeah. glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Um, I liked Colin Quinn as the janitor in the fucking corpse paint makeup. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think I even realized that was Colin Quinn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I missed that, I think. That's the perfect amount of Colin Quinn in your movie. Just like, hey, how's it going? All right, goodbye. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. I knew she didn't have a lot a lot to do, but I really like Melissa Villasenor. Yeah. Um, she was the neighbor with the cat. Yes. Yep. Um, so she is currently on SNL right now, and like you guys, if you whoever is listening, you guys as the other the other half of this that we're talking to, you have to look up her impressions. Holy she shit! She has the best impressions. Like she did a Lady Gaga one on SNL. She did a Wanda Sykes one. Like she's so good. Nice. Yeah, she's. I feel like that's another person that was totally underutilized. And I get it. She was like the weird cat lady. Like, but she's. I. I feel like they did to her in this movie what they do to her on SNL. Yeah. Because like anything that they throw her in on SNL that is not an impression is just like it, it doesn't. It's a throwaway. It's a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. But like when she gets to do impersonations, it's fucking hilarious and spot on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah, that's think, what they did with the movie. Yeah, I think you. Uh, I think Nicole. I think you've mentioned her to me before. I didn't know that was her in this because I, I haven't like checked her out on on Saturday Night Live. But like, yeah, that seems like a waste. Like, yeah, we didn't know a lot of the a lot of the cam- like a lot of the guest stars or the you know cameos in the movie. We didn't know many of them were going to be in it. Um, the only two people that when Nicole was telling me about the movie, she said, yeah, Keenan Thompson and Melissa Villasenor were in it. So like I was 
when we saw her, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it was just like, that's it. And I yeah. was like. She has one scene and one scene at the end. Yeah. yeah and they're the I, same thing. And they're yeah. the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mention that, like, that comes to nothing. It's just another person in town being shitty to Hubie. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I guess, like, she gets her comeuppance at the end by accident because the kid launches a road flare into her house or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Flare gun. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, she did what she could do with what she had. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the overriding theme of this movie for all of the people in it who are like legitimately funny and good actors is just like they did what they could. Yep. Yeah. Um, one thing I like, I, I like when I, we talked about this on the Vibrations episode, Smalls, but I like when a movie has like fake a fake movie or fake band or something mm-hmm. name in it. In this, did you guys catch the names of the movies playing at the drive in double feature? Oh, I I noticed it and I can't remember what they were. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Uh, So the one on screen, I believe, is I Was a Teenage Zombie. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the one that I don't think we see any of is called My Hairy Baby. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, that's kind of funny. And I kind of wish we got anything from that. Yeah. I'm just dying to know what kind of like horror movie double feature that is. (laughs) Or are you? Because we told you guys about the movie The Baby. The Baby. We see how that turned out. Dude, that movie's wild. Sometimes it's best not to know. No, I'm super glad I watched that movie. I told you, that movie was so weird that I blacked out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember a chunk of that movie until the guy at the party says something really weird about how he's a skin freak. Yeah. Yeah. He compliments her skin and he says, I'm a bit of a skin freak. And that snapped me out of like my fucking space out. And I was like, what's happening? Well, I told you, Hunter, when I I came home after I told you to watch it and I said to Nicole, I was like, oh, I was like, I told Hunter that they all have like the whole house has to watch the baby. And she goes, oh, my God, you didn't tell them we do it on the podcast because I'm never watching that movie again. No, (laughs) never. Like, get someone else. I'm not doing it. She was like, you didn't tell them we were going to record that, did you? Because I can't watch that again. Nope. I was like, no, no. Can't be done. You, know, you heard it here, America. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not doing it. Don't jinx I'm not, yourself. I'm not not doing it. <laughs> not not doing it. Though I know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to trick me and it didn't work. <laughs> if I can get her to say her name backwards, she has to. I can barely say my name forward, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> my last name is Polish. It's very difficult. <laughs> Uh, um okay i mean any final thoughts on the movie i did do a little bit of research i couldn't shoehorn in okay it was about corn mazes okay because i was like oh wait is that actually a pun that somebody came up with at some point because it's maze Maze, apparently in england that's what they call them is maze mazes which (laughs) is that's fun yeah but it is maze squared that's what we call yeah. it. So while while the concept of mazes is... Yeah. I want you to know, yeah. Small Maze said that and then was just shaking her head. <laughs> uh, no, She's um, like, I'm not proud of myself. No, sometimes stuff comes out and I'm like, don't stop, stop, stop. And it's just out already. I'm like, I this. Sorry, Allison. I love bad jokes. Are you yeah. kidding me? It's just like half my jokes are either dad jokes and then the other half are really, really gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Same. Yep. Um, yeah, no. So um, maze mazes in England. But so like the concept of a maze is like ancient. Like, I mean, you know, the labyrinth in yep. like, you know, Roman mythology and stuff. But so the actual like, you know, honest to God corn maze was 
created in 1993 in Anvil, Pennsylvania. Oh, I yep. didn't know that. Yep. Apparently, the like it's specifically being corn is a very recent development. Did you say 93? 93. Get wow. out of town. In Pennsylvania. No shit. Yep. That's wild. Yep. That is wild. Yeah. I would say shout out to Pennsylvania, but we do not deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we wanted to mention specifically from the movie? I mean, like, it doesn't have a plot. So, like I said, like we mentioned, there's kind of a serial killer, but not. No one dies. Um, it's, It's Hubie's mom, which I mean, like. I don't, it's, is that a spoiler? It doesn't really make sense or matter. Like, nothing yeah. really matters. Is it supposed to be, I feel like, okay, was that supposed to be a a nod to Friday the 13th? 13th? I, I definitely had that as a note. Maybe, but also, like, if, and again, we don't need to be beat over the head with anything, but, like, it wasn't enough of a nod. Like, there weren't enough references to horror movies. Right. They do also say that he lives on thing. Elm Street. Yeah, he lives on Elm Street. So there are, like, little things. The ghost face mask. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, it's just... It's not a horror movie. No. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, you know, there's a werewolf, and there's ghosts, but there's not, like... They didn't also do, like, a Dracula thing. They say Frankenstein. It's just kind of, like, cherry-picking vaguely Halloween stuff. Oh, they're watching Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, are they? The the, uh, middle, like, the daughter. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. And okay. my Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was saying to Nicole at the end, because, you know, they, they played Monster Mash. Um, at the opening and closing, yeah. yeah. At the closing, I was like, with all of this SNL DNA running through this, because what's his name? Mikey, was that Mikey, Mikey Day? Mikey Day's in there. Mikey Day shows mm-hmm. up. Like, Melissa Villasenor, Keenan Thompson, Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows, obviously Adam Sandler. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Yeah. All of this SNL juice running through there. I'm like... We couldn't close with a werewolf bar mitzvah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like that just would have been a, a fun. I mean, and I get it's it's Thirty Rock and not SNL, but like it just could have been like a fun because yeah. the movie was about him being a werewolf. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, that would have been good. Or like, I mean, there's that band that's playing at the at the prom or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it have been fun to like? Because I mean, half that half that Saturday Night Live alum cast are musical. Like, wouldn't it have been fun to have like? Oh, they all played uh, Monster Mash. Yeah, 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 totally. Or, like, the band played it, and Maya Rudolph sang, and, you know, Tim Meadows and everybody was on stage, like, dancing and singing or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, kind of like the end of uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, where they all sing along to Age of Aquarius. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It could have been the um the Christmas band. Oh, my God. The SNL Christmas oh, band. Oh, yeah. Uh, Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands. Sands. Jimmy Tracy Fallon. Morgan, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Could have been that, like, how funny would that have been if, like, they were, they were that, like, spooky band, but, like, it wasn't even, like, they didn't even really draw attention to it. It just happened to be them up there. Yeah. That would have been so fun, right? That would have been super fun. Yeah, I think that the, the zombie band was just there to put more people in the movie. Um, cause... <laughs> the, up the body count, but well, not the no, way you want. Because the, the boy, like, the male singer is Jared Sandler, Adam Sandler's nephew. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that makes sense then. That's... Nepotism. Yeah. It's a word I can't remember. Oh, hey, last time the four of us talked on your podcast, we talked about how you didn't know nepotism. Yeah. yeah. A through gag, like, as a running gag for us now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, guys, I have growth, unlike fucking Hubie, which the world just... <laughs> the world didn't eliminate the word nepotism from its cultural lexicon because I couldn't remember it. I had to learn it. That's called growth. 
Okay, now I have a I have a bigger question for you. Yeah. Is it Hubie or is it Adam Sandler? It's almost like, like if Adam Sandler was a worse person, then this that would have been the message of this movie. Like everything around Adam Sandler got too soft and whatever and whatever. Like it's the yeah. world that changed. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to change, but it's that phraseology, you know, whatever, but for good. Oh no, it's it's vibology. It's vibology. <laughs> yeah, it's the V I B E ology. <laughs> You'll learn. I'll send you a YouTube video. It's oh, fine. thanks. Please. Oh, God. But yeah, no, like, but he, he uses that for like good here, which is like, yeah, I, you know, like I said, I didn't, yeah. that's, I have, I have tepid feelings for this movie. I don't think it's bad because it, there's nothing in it that's really bad. It, it doesn't do harm to the world by existing, mm-hmm. but like it's, un, it's completely and wholly unnecessary. Yeah. Much like yeah. a man child, it has potential. It has, as the mom says at the end, sex hope. Yeah. Sex hope, yeah. <laughs> they're like, and you're, you're mad at Hubie because he has nice hair and sex hope. Right. He does have nice hair. He does. Adam Sandler has held on to his hair. Yo, also, that was another aside thing. Um, Rob Schneider didn't look too bad blonde and it was weird. Yes. Oh my God. When he first came on, when it, when they first revealed that it was Rob Schneider, I thought it was James Spader. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, and I was like, wait, who? Nicole was like, oh yeah, and I was like, wait, who's that? Rob Schneider. I was like, oh fuck, all right. That he looks like so Spader funny. now to me. Yeah. I'm so the way James Spader used to look. Yeah. Hunter legitimately was saying it's got to be either Rob Schneider or James Spader because no, of his no, no, David Spade. David Spade. Oh. Okay. Okay. I thought. Never mind. When I saw the yeah. hair. Okay. Underneath pig mask yeah. yeah the hair sticking out i was like oh maybe it's david spade yeah. well because yeah. like they yeah after he puts the mask on they get like a far away shot of him and i was like okay they're doing an intentional we're not going to show you who's under the mask and i was like but it can't matter be- unless it's somebody that we've met in the cast you know and i was like and so the only guess at the time would have been steve buscemi i'm like but we've already pretty much disproven that it's him unless he Broke into that house, uh, took down the the for sale sign, put on normal clothes, came out, talked to Adam Sandler, then went inside and put back on his like scrubs, you know, his like uniform, which doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, so it's not him. So I was like, so then the only other reason to hide his identity is it's a reveal to the audience. You know, so it's a celebrity cameo, except nope, it's just either going to be Rob Schneider or David Spade. Yeah. 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 I was like, especially when they got the full body shot of him. I'm like, oh, and he's kind of short. I'm like, it's definitely Rob Schneider or David Spade. It's definitely not going to be like Brad Pitt under there or something. Right. Did not foresee Shaq, though. That was a... Yeah. I was saying to Nicole, during, while we, when we when they did the reveal that it was him, I wonder if Shaq has been the spokesperson for so many products at this point and just been like, had cameos on so many things as himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wasn't Shaq in this, but I wonder if kids nowadays even realized that he was a basketball player, you know? He was doing commentary for a while. I don't think he still is, though, right? Oh, oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I, have no, I don't you know. You have to watch the sports to know that. Yeah, and I long ago turned in my sports card. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were like, hey, listen, you're, uh, you know, you're in your teens. Um, you can either go sports or you can go with, you know, the nerdy stuff and, like, practice the occult and all that. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> And they're like, please hand over your sports, please. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, can I still have hockey? And they're like, not really until Gritty shows up. And I was like, what? And they're like, you'll see. Uh, man. Like, I mean, after, you know, like Liberty, which we're, you know, as a country trying to take back, Gritty is the best thing that Philadelphia's ever given the world. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? 
I've got to say, here's here's a positive, right? It was nice to sit down and just watch a movie that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like it's funny that we just spent a bunch of time talking about how this movie's like little ending moral is like about the world changing and that it kind of sucks out here for real. So I don't know. Maybe we all can have a little bit of sex hope, but for the world. <laughs> <laughs> Hubie's Halloween, sex hope for the world. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Christmas special? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Have you guys heard the Thanksgiving song? Okay, no. we didn't know it was a thing until like last year, right? Yeah. Jeez, it's terrible. It's so bad. It's like just, the Hanukkah song was a thing because it was, it was a thing, right? Like the right time, hit, hit yeah. at the right time at the right place yeah. in the right year on the right shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like. Nah, we don't need to try to do it again. Like, like it is the epitome of, like, you already fished this lake dry, my friend. Yeah, well, the Hanukkah song, my understanding of the Hanukkah song was that Adam Sandler didn't get why he felt uh, singled out and stuff for being Jewish when it wasn't exactly new or rare. And so he was like, oh, I'm going to point out that tons of people you know, even if you don't know them personally, are Jewish. And, like, that was the whole idea behind the Hanukkah song. But, like, what's the point of the Thanksgiving song? And then the Thanksgiving song, there is no point. Oh, yeah. The end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a little technical snafu on this end, so uh, we might just cut out me complaining about the Thanksgiving song. It's fine. Um, <laughs> before, uh, you know, the Sandman punishes us again by taking away our internet. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, why don't we vote uh, on the movie? I will, of course, go first because this was my suggestion. Um this is a hate watch, but I, I, I don't even really feel strongly enough to say, like, I hate it. It's just a, it's a, it's a just don't watch it watch. Like, there's no real point to it, but it's not going to hurt you or really, you know, anything if, if you do. It's not detrimental to your health or the state of the world to watch it. It's just kind of inconsequential. Mm -hmm. It's extremely, extremely minor. And, like, it's got some good people and there's some okay jokes. I mean... If I could recommend it for one thing, it would definitely be Steve Buscemi. Uh, I think he's really great and, like, worth watching in it because he makes, you know, something out of, like, almost nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, I would say there's other Adam Sandler movies that are better. Um, and there's other Halloween movies that are actually about something. But y'all are going to do what you want to do. Uh <laughs> I feel like I can't I can't talk anybody out of watching this because it's on Netflix. It's already been beamed directly into your homes. But if you're really on the fence, I would say skip it. I would suggest I, I mentioned Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's a better Halloween movie. Um That's a classic. They used to show that on television every year. Yeah. And like, you know, or if you really want to scratch that Adam Sandler itch, um, the wedding singer is 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 like great. It's like a legitimately great movie. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, totally. Hundred percent. Allison? Yeah, I was on the fence about it being a hate watch or just a watch. I don't think it's going to be enduring. Like, some of the funnier jokes are, like, again, like, costume-based, which in a couple of years aren't going to read as funny as they are now. It's going to hit differently because, like, it's going to be old news. So Yeah, people won't still be dressing like the uh, daddy's little monster Harley Quinn. It'll be whatever the newest Harley Quinn is. Right, or whatever the heck else, you know comes out no i think it's gonna be all, all harley quinn's all the way down from now on <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe <laughs> but yeah no so i it's you know fine could be better so aggressively mediocre yeah 
Yeah. Aggressively mediocre. Yeah. I I was expecting it to be worse. So there's that. It when it opens with that vomit. Worse. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. no. What did I get us into? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought it would be yep. worse. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So not as bad as you think it is. Or thought <laughs> yeah, it was, I guess. Hunter and I have been like, you ready? And we would laugh because we're like, ha, ha, ha. This is going to be bad. Yeah. It's like, yep. who knows? Who knows if we're ready or not? All right. So Nicole's... I almost feel like it's better to be terrible than to be aggressively mediocre. Oh, I have a whole rant about that where it's like it is unforgivable for a movie to be forgettable. You yeah. should either fail spectacularly or make something good to yeah. be in the middle and be okay with that is to fail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes when things are so terrible, it's it's fun to watch. Yes. And like, you know, you, maybe you get together with your friends and you watch it again because it's so bad it's funny. Mm-hmm. But like this, like, the, f- the, the four of us are never going to watch this movie again. No. No. You couldn't you know, pay me. Like, yeah, like, there's a million oh, other... Oh, shit, no, I'm lying. I'm going to have to watch it again to get photos for the Instagram. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. They're going to be like, man, Philly loves Huey. <laughs> <laughs> Once every couple of months, this guy watches it. He's the only fan. <laughs> Are we... So So my vote, Smalls, Smalls here. Um, My... It's like, I feel like all of our votes going to be the same. Like, I wouldn't... It's definitely not a great watch. So if I had to pick between the two, it the alternative there is a hate watch. But like, eh, it's just so whatever that like I don't I didn't care enough about it to hate it. Yeah. 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 You know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like what whatever. Like like you said, Steve Buscemi, great. Ray Liotta, never not. Yeah. The in uh Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows yeah. all day. The kids um, were good. Kids, fantastic. Like so I mean as far as actors go it is worth it if you'd like to see them try to make fucking soup out of shit <laughs> not as good as your other food metaphor no no i yeah i i, I had nowhere to go um <laughs> yeah whatever it's a whatever watch yeah so similar to you guys i if i'm picking i do not think it is a great watch i think nothing about it is a great watch mm-hmm. because even like buscemi's great but he has the worst bones to work with so if i had to pick out the two it's a hate watch but i don't i don't hate it because it's nothing yeah it's not yeah it's just nothing so that's a bummer yeah um yeah uh, smalls you mentioned like if it was like truly bad it would maybe be fun and i think that kind of badness and that like that level of like oh wow this is like totally batshit crazy or whatever comes from taking chances like and just not knowing how things are going to land and this takes no chances there's nothing unsafe about this movie so i think i like a whatever watch i think that is a good uh name for it i would also call this an extremely safe watch like it's just yeah Yeah. it's just nothing and you know like it could have even been more, you know, sometimes when something pisses you off, it's like kind of fun to bitch about, yes, right? Absolutely. So even if it's like, okay, so you have the like, it's so bad that it's funny, but then you also have the like, it's so shitty and like offensive and like sad that there's something to talk about and like get fired up about. Like it was just nothing. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he didn't make an offensive movie. Like that is a good thing, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. yeah. But there's nothing here to even really talk about. Like. I mean, we literally, you know, in most movies, we kind of go through and talk about the plot a little bit. There's no plot. No. No plot. No. 
No, it's kind of a bunch of loosely, you know, things that are loosely connected by being mean to Adam Sandler for kind of no reason. And then at the end, everybody goes, oh, yeah, let's not do that anymore. The end. Um, Your mom yelled at us, so we're going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. And he saved us because he, a woman loves him. Yeah. Right. Which is like, but I thought he, like, she loves him because he's so good. But in that moment, he was like, maybe I won't be good anymore because I'll actually get revenge on the people that are shitty to me. And yeah. the only thing that made him still be good was that she loves him because he's good. I was like, well, okay, then he's not good then. Like, right. Right. Or then, okay, so he has mo- a new mom. Like, the woman that wants to fuck him is his new mom. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a fuck yeah. mommy. He's got a fuck mommy now. Oh, yeah. I hate that term. Oh, everybody hates so, that term. Yep. Except for the people that love it. Ah! <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> I think it's called sex hope. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Well, on that horrifying note, would you guys like to uh, plug your store? <laughs> no, she has nothing to do with our store. <laughs> the views represented here have nothing to do with the South Street Art Mart at all. Um, yeah. So if you guys, uh, so this is coming out in December, right? Yes. So, please come do all of your holiday and post-holiday shopping at the South Street Art Mart located at 530 South 4th Street, because we are open and thriving, and everyone is wearing a mask. It's great. Happy New Year. The end of 2020 is so much better than the beginning. Yes. Happy Hanukkah, happy Merry Christmas, and Kwanzaa, and all of it to all of us, because the world is back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're nailing it. So, you also, especially if you are not in the Philadelphia area, you can shop our website, yes. which is southstreetartmart.com, and street is spelled out, and you can do all of your holiday shopping online as well, and we will mail all of your items to you. It'll be great. You guys have, like, all kinds of stuff, like shirts and stickers, and you can even do gift cards, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have cards. We have candles. We have baby onesies. We have tote bags. We have ornaments. We have pins. We have earrings. The list is never ending. Uh, And you guys carry uh, zines, including the Movie John zine. Oh, yeah. Who hosts us? We sure do. Yep. We sure do. Love Movie John. Yeah. Movie John. We love him. (laughs) Us too. Yeah. So, South Street Art Mart on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all South Street Art Mart. And the email, should you have any questions, is southstreetartmart at gmail.com. If you guys want to email us with anything, um, if you're a listener in Wyoming, I think we said. Uh, Missouri? Wisconsin. 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 There we go. Moose Country. Moose Country. If you're a listener from Moose Country uh, and you'd like to email us to let us know (laughs) of that fact, uh, it's... Write, hate, watch, great watch. That's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at H-W-G-W podcast. Um, I think that's it. You can, get you can catch us yeah. every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday on the Movie John Podcast <laughs> Network or wherever you get podcasts, as far as I know. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Uh, so... Thank you guys for uh, Nicole's for doing this and thanks for going to have dental appointment and then following it up with an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he for just got us. a wicked bill for uh, dental work. So please go to South Street Art Art. <laughs> By the time this airs, we will not have paid it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you guys. Uh, Support your local cavity store. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Support your local cavity hoarders. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. Support your local teeth havers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
guys. Enough about us. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Green Jello Bye, Man has a hot guys. dog penis. Green Jello Man has a hot dog penis. <laughs> Bye. What a note to end on. Yeah. <laughs>watch great watch news bulletin i like that i'll do i'll do your sound effects from now on if oh you that's want. fine i already oh. got it i'm just gonna isolate that yeah okay Perfect. it was very uh you know news brief with kurt loader like now you know that's what i was doing yeah it was very <laughs> yeah. that like you know. that whoosh sound and then like ding 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 ding, ding. yeah yeah <laughs> it was great